And the Oscar goes to... <laughs> We're here to fuck shit up. Well, I'm no John Burgundy. John Burgundy. John Burgundy. You can't have my cornbread. That's the damn show. Another show, first one of 2024. I'm Jamal, here with Sir Alec. Hey, everybody. I'm here. Okay. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got, we got John, energy. We got Jonathan on the boards. Woo! Let's do it! Happy New Year. And today, we have the very first guest, another trivia question down the road. Who was the first guest of 2024? We have the incredible storyboard artist extraordinaire, the magnificent mm. magistrate, the majestic, the mustachio mm. of mustaches, the one and only mm. Marcus Lopez. Marcus, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So, it's Marcus, yes. you've you've worked on. I'll give you give the people a little background. Please do. You've worked on going up mm-hmm. with Alec. Yep. Mm. You've worked on an upcoming horror movie with Alec as well. I have. Stay tuned for that, people. Yes. And you're currently working on a project called Galaxy Boys. Yeah, I am. Tell us a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. It's a... I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm nervous. I don't really know how to break into describing right. it. We, yeah. we do that to people. Thank, Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm working on a pilot for the show called Galaxy Boys. You want to describe like the plot and everything? Yeah, if you want. Cool. Um, the story revolves around two Latino boys that grow up in a small town similar to where we, we are now. Not dropping a name. You know, not doxing us and everything. And the story <laughs> revolves around... Yeah. Okay, cool. It's actually Minnesota. <laughs> Somewhere in the West. So the story revolves around these two Latino boys, um, men almost. They're like an older in age. And they're still kind of like in the rut of trying to get out of where they are. And... By chance, they come across a alien crash landing that they're pulled into his world of trying to get back home. So their plans are thrown to the wind, and they now have a new they they now have a new goal because their fates are tied with his. Okay. Mm. Okay. And is this a nice. is this a short film? Is this a like a show? Show. Series? Yeah, I was thinking of it more as like a television so you can actually like hack and have more time to kind of work. Tell the story and all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Live See, action? Yeah. Or? I'm, it's hard because I want to do live action. And because I'm like an animation student, I want to like try to develop it for both. And I'm throwing ideas around in my head and maybe I'll animate it to where it's, you know, maybe more cinematic. Ooh. Now, like what, what if I just throw this two cent, right? Mm-hmm. You start off animation. 
and then you can work into live action afterwards. I mean, that's what a lot of, you know, One Piece start off as anime and then they're starting to do like a live action thing. I don't know if you're a fan of that or anything, but, you know, it's, we, we, we st- we're starting to see that more and more. It starts off like mm-hmm. animation or whatever and then they're turning into live action. Or whatever. <coughs> yeah, I am a fan of that, actually. And that is an idea. But I feel like if I try to like work, if I try to think, think about too far ahead. Yeah, yeah I, I want to try to stay on track with one. And since it was True. like I was animation first, I was like, I'll try to develop it for animation first. Nice. Cool. That sounds really good. Really, really interesting. Yeah, I'm excited to see that get off the ground, man. Thank you. Yeah. And so, so okay, so you do animation. Mm-hmm. Instantly, I was thinking like, oh, that would be cool if you did some animating for like our social media. So like when we say some crazy wild shit, like you can just animate us in like cartoon form or something. Oh, like uh, highlight reels or like yeah, the, yeah. the clips. Yeah, that'd yeah. be pretty dope. That would be fun. <laughs> so, yeah. And we were talking, we were talking before we went live. You know, maybe might see maybe. a new logo. Mm, you guys can You guys can't see it right now, but we're testing out a setup for something that's that's coming pretty soon. So big things are happening, guys. You know, so stay tuned. Big things popping. I am definitely looking forward to it. But uh, we're we're glad to have you on. You're an avid listener, so we appreciate that. Yes, mm-hmm. and thank you. Uh, don't let us forget. We have to get you a shirt mm-hmm. uh, that says "I was on the uh, two someone with love. love, Ray." If you're listening, you're like three people shirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gabby, yeah, Ray, Abby. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad to be I got a stockpile on shirts. <laughs> Tyson has the limited edition one of one, <laughs> the only guest to get a shirt. So. Uh, but we will we will get those out. Hell, maybe you yes, can design folks. a shirt. Just sounds like favoritism. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Tyson's black, so. <laughs> No, we we, knew it. we we don't discriminate here. Yeah. So, what have you guys? What have you guys been watching lately? Why don't you go first, Jonathan? Yes, <laughs> you're, you're I happy will. today. So, let me just pull up my list. <clears throat> what I've watched lately since you know last episode is actually not that many. Of course, Rebel Moon uh, was the re- most recent one I watched because I've been putting it off. <laughs> I've been putting it off. <laughs> And then you sent a friendly reminder, emphasis on friendly. <clears throat> can we can we just get that out of the way now? No, 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 you no. Want to talk about it. Can no. we just can we just get that out of Real the way? Quick, now? Did you purposely put it off? Like you were like actively trying not to watch it? I was. <laughs> I, genuinely, I genuinely was. Hold on, hold on. This is before I knew how it was because I I went in watching it cold. Alec kind of gave me some backstory about, you know, the 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 movie and how... I can, think- I, can I quickly just get backstory for this movie? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Please, please. Know. Reminder. Yeah. All right. So this we're talking about the new Zack Snyder film, Rebel Moon, part one, A Child of Fire, the theatrical cut, not the director's cut that's supposed to come out this summer. This fucking... God damn. But, no. But the, the three-hour edition that was oh, supposed to come God. out soon. But it's got to be around three over three hours at most. <laughs> 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 but... Uh, but yeah, uh, this is his new sci-fi epic and uh, supposed to launch. Like, uh, well, years ago, a couple of years before Disney bought out a Star, uh, Wars? Star Wars, yeah, Lucasfilm, mm. he pitched a, a R-rated Star Wars movie to them that's supposed to be in the vein of Seven Samurai and and uh, you know, yeah, the Magnificent Seven shit like that. Right, right, right. And they rejected it, being like, "No, we're not making an R-rated Star Wars movie. You can go away now." <laughs> <laughs> and Disney bought Star Wars and the whole thing with his DC stuff and now he's at Netflix so he's hey I had an idea for a, for a sci-fi movie we can call it Rebel Moon and here it is and this is his 
franchise starter and it's gonna have i think i already saw some toys at walmart no. and popcorn and shit there's toys already yeah there's toys yeah and they have the merchandise popcorn and drinks and shit like that you want to know seen. how those sales are going yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn, look at him on the, on the, on the soundboard he's got it going he's so happy for this <laughs> oh, but man. yeah this is a rebel moon and it's supposed to be part one of well i guess it's a trilogy they, they filmed the first two back no. to back. And yeah. Hold on. Is the part two, like the second, you know what I mean? From the trilogy, like part one, part two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I part thought that was just like one. <laughs> I thought that was just one <laughs> story. <laughs> I mean, like it's the second part of the story. Wait, yeah. No, yeah, Wait, yeah. Is part two like the second part <laughs> of the trilogy? <laughs> no, I, I've never heard that <laughs> ever in my life. I get what you mean. But it, yeah. was, but it was so funny the way it yeah. came out. I think, yeah. But, uh, Is part two the second of the trilogy? No, I think that might be the fourth in the in the trilogy. You see, it's actually part two A of part Is one. Three. <laughs> I had a break for oh, shit. God, but nah, uh, so yeah, this, they, they filmed the first two back to back. And yeah, this is, we watched it. Well, I watched it like pretty much opening, opening day, I should say, even though it comes on a Netflix and uh, me and Marcus watched it. This together. was in theaters? No, no. Well, it's in, in LA. It was like in certain theaters. Oh, I cannot imagine. But yeah. So what do we, th- what do we think of this film? This is about like a young woman who was a soldier you know, from the empire. She like. She uh, escaped the Empire, basically called the basically the Empire, basically yeah. Star Wars, and they find they found like the, they're trying to colonize this this planet, and then she's after a quick near sexual assault scene. She said, "Hell no, we won't go," mm. and uh, <laughs> kill, kills all no, the soldiers. We won't go. Kills all the soldiers with robot Anthony Hopkins, and uh, <laughs> and it's okay. We're gonna go set up an army, and we're gonna go take out the the Empire. And yeah, then they form a team throughout this entire movie, and it's, it's all set up to set up a team. But yeah, what do we all think of this movie? This is old Jamal because I saw his rating for it, and he gave it a half star on Red Letterbox, which is a, the lowest you can give a movie. I mean, you can go lower. I, could, I mean, we can I, give it I nothing. Could have. <laughs> uh, you can you say can zero go lower. I mean, I mean, don't, just, give, just, it a, don't oh, give it a rating. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, mine will be updated. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome and, and i you know i went into it right yeah because i i've i've been slacking and i haven't watched like the last what three suggestions mm-hmm. so i was like all right let this me the one you decided yeah to yeah <laughs> yeah to to my surprise <clears throat> this was the one that i should have fucking skipped and so i put it on and i actually you know i tried i i really sat there <laughs> and i was like all right i'm gonna i'm not gonna be on my phone I'm going to watch this damn thing. And then maybe about 10 minutes in, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? And then I just started, I just started cussing out Alec in my head. Yeah, I I get that. Because it's just, it's, it's trash. It's absolutely trash. And, and I like Charlie Hunnanen. Hunnan? Hunnam. 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 I like Charlie Hunnam. I'm going to call him fucking Jax because that's what I know. (laughs) So, so I saw him and I was like, okay, maybe there's, maybe there's hope. There was no hope. No new hope for you, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And it it looks very nice, but then it's like, it's what the fuck? What is this shit? So then there's this whole section of the movie that I just, I don't even remember. Mm -hmm. And Jonathan had sent me like a picture. He was like, I don't know how far into it I am. 
And I was like, I don't, I don't even remember that part. (laughs) (laughs) What is this movie? Unmemorable, nothing. (laughs) And so then, right, I made the mistake of I saw the Anatomy of a Fall. I could rent it, Mm -hmm. and Napoleon, and like some other stuff. Oh, and then the the holdovers was free, and so I was like, oh, I could watch that. Where Uh, on Peacock? Wow, the cock. And so I was hate watching it because I'm like, man. I could be watching something else. <laughs> These Academy Award level films. I'm like, <laughs> like Rebel Moon. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, why am I watching this shit? <laughs> I will say the one part that kind of caught my eye was when like the fake Cillian Murphy comes in, <laughs> you know, wish.com. With and, his and, uh, fucking shillelagh. Yeah. With the, with the fucking, <laughs> with the guy and he smacks the guy in the fucking yeah. face. Oh yeah. That was literally the only thing I was like, oh shit. And then other thing, I was just like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So I give this, what's our lowest? Like ass cheeks. Ass, ass cheeks. cheeks yeah. I give this one runny fucking diarrhea. <laughs> swamp ass. Swamp <laughs> ass. I like that. <laughs> I, I, I give this one. Well, that, that could be our new rating for swamp ass. Swamp ass. ass. Trademarked. <laughs> <laughs> A two pack of swamp ass. Ooh, that's so, good. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That shit was, that shit was trash. <laughs> What about you, Marcus? What did you think of it? It was horrible. We sat there. <laughs> we all sat there, fucking slack jaw. How did like, you pay for that? <laughs> How did I pay for what? <laughs> pay for pay for Rebel Moon? Yeah. Wait, we didn't pay you, for it. You say you watched it in theaters? No, hell no. We didn't. Oh, they were, so they oh, showed yeah. it in select theaters in, in LA. In LA. My bad. I heard you guys say we not, watched I it. I would not pay theaters. for this. No. Man, you can you cannot pay me to go see the theaters. It was horrible. I, if was, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if that was me paying for it, I would go fight the concierge. Give my money back right now. No, we watched it down the stairs yeah. on Netflix. Thank God. It was. We sat there. Slack jaw, just like, what the fuck was this? <laughs> really? This is what was this is what they hyped up. I, I, I guess Alex just too good at movies because he called everything that was gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> and he was still just like, oh my god. Well, that, it was really like the last like fifteen minutes that baffled me with the whole like they're trying to reincarnate him. I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't know that third act had you by the balls too. <laughs> <laughs> like right there, it was really messy. Gorilla grip. It was yeah, mm-hmm. gorilla grip. It was really messy because halfway through the movie, you're sitting there and you're like, "Bro, you're still introducing people." <laughs> we paused it to look at it, and we we're just like, "Bro, what? There's still an hour and a half left in this shit. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Every new person has to get their own backstory or whatever. Backstory like their grand. This is what I can do that makes me powerful to add me to the team. I yeah, speak, I ass. speak to the animals. It felt like that, and I was just like, "This is so dumb." I had to clock. I clocked out probably like thirty minutes into it. <laughs> And I would look up and try to keep up with it. And I was just like, why Why are we just jumping from thing to thing? This makes no sense. I was bad. It's, yeah. Because the movie doesn't really start until 50 minutes in Mm -hmm. at most. Like uh, when she starts beating their asses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and so, and you know, I'm thinking like, all right, we got some action where they're in the barn or whatever the fuck. And even that scene, I was like, this is this is shit action. Yeah. Which is shocking because Zack Snyder is, even if he fails at storytelling, which is almost every time, is he's he's excellent at action sequences. Well, he, like, well, he oh, fucking well, failed here. Yeah, yeah. It's like they're pretty boring. All, it was basically the slow-mo. It was like slow-mo city yeah. in this movie. <laughs> yeah. every, every, every bit of action they, they pulled was like, like slow motion. And then they would... They would do slow motion on the most random shit. Oh my god! I was like, "Oh, cool! We're watching. We're watching someone plant 
like seeds into the ground, and all of a sudden you see like you see like the, someone just pouring seeds onto the ground. All of, and it's all slow motion for no reason. Like what? <laughs> yeah. And then five seconds later, they would do when the empire comes down. Yeah. you have the dramatic whole like everything drops and everything, which is fine. I'm just like, why would you do that? Before it takes away the dramatic tension. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what happened, and I was dreading watching it. Honestly, since you suggested it, I, I get that. Yeah, uh, Zack Snyder. I was gonna say. That. <laughs> and, and then the fact that it's a fucking trilogy. Yeah. What? Okay. So, what do you think the odds are that we will get those two? Well, obviously, we're getting the second. We're getting one. the second one yeah. in a couple months. But hold on, we're getting part two of number two. Part okay, two tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> part two of, part. A t- of a two part. <laughs> write that down. <laughs> write that down. Write that down. <laughs> Getting like the third one. I don't know. They spent money on it, so they have to see it. They have to see it all the way through, huh? Because I'm gonna say like, I don't think there's gonna be like a lasting franchise. No, no they're not yeah. like Warner Brothers. They're no just, way. Eh, yeah, throw that shit in the trash. Yeah, like I, I don't archive it. Write it off. Yeah, I don't imagine like people going to Walmart. And, Oh, I've got to get the fucking Rebel Moon action figures. i got to get the popcorn so I can watch yeah. Rebel Moon. The Blu-ray of Rebel Moon? Yeah. <laughs> 4K? 4K set? 4K of shit? <laughs> and, and then there's a director's cut? Yeah, so it's a very, very idiotic thing to me because, you know, Zack Snyder kind of known for doing his his director's cuts. So then why don't you just make your director's cut the fucking movie? Yeah, exactly. But then he's, well... It'd be uh, Netflix. Uh, we thought it'd be kind of irresponsible to release the R-rated version first because we wanted we want as many people to watch it as possible. I was like, motherfucker, you're not making this. You're making this for your fans, first of all, because your fans are like a weird hive mind. Okay. For real? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Zack Snyder fans. I'm not sorry, really, but yeah, you guys need help need counseling. <laughs> but uh, it's like, it's Netflix, so people are gonna like watch your three-hour movie regardless because they can take breaks mm-hmm. and you know go to the bathroom you know you know leave the house for a little while come back to it later maybe. watch something else <laughs> watch something else and then come back to it when they're when their uh, mind is better <laughs> but it's i don't know why you would release the shittiest version of your film first before your i don't even know it's gonna be good but like your director's cut your full vision. That's literally the director's vision. Especially when your fans love your movies for being so violent and shit, you know? Yeah. And it's like you to release your four hour Justice League movie. I mean, Justice League movie should not be four hours long. But like he released it, it was like better than the other version that it was came a out a couple better, days. Yeah. yeah. But well, yeah, yeah, this one sh- this one shouldn't have been two hours long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a lot of stuff. No in here reason. Like, yeah, there's nothing pretty much. It's all backstory. Yeah, all these characters giving off backstory and a weird exposition, like dry exposition, and then even like the uh, the Korean character they have in there, the Korean lady with the cyborg arms or whatever the fuck. Yeah, where, like, who the where who, who the fuck was she? Yeah, she just kind of like appears, and then she like <laughs> fights a fights a spider woman. There's barely any chemistry with the characters. No, yeah, they don't have it. It's, it's like, like she's in her own world. Yeah, it's not, it's not like Star Wars where it's like you feel like the camaraderie between yeah. these people. Even like even something like the Rise of Skywalker, you still like watching, which is a terrible movie. Exactly, but you still like watching them talk to each other and hang yeah. out because they're like they're they're good actors and they have like good exactly. dialogue with each other and they're fun to watch. There's downtime in between the important yeah. moments, so it's like, wow, wow, I get to breathe. And wow, these people are cool with each other. I yeah. might actually root for them. But now, nah, the, the, the Rebel Moon team is just standing on a ship going, just, <laughs> just passing each other, not really talking to each other, just there, just because they have to be. And then the Australian-Irish guy making quips. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, this whole movie, it was like, 
don't know. I wasn't I wasn't like excited for it because I'm like I'm not the biggest Zack Snyder fan. I think it's cool that he went out and did his own original thing, sci-fi thing, which is like kind of rare to see nowadays because everything's you know big, you know, based on something IPs. or like an IP sequel or something like that. So I was like, oh, okay, cool, good for you. You made your sci-fi epic. It's not good, but you did it. And then, yay! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> you made a fucking movie! Yay! But everything, <laughs> and I don't mind. Sometimes I don't mind things being like derivative of something, but it is so obvious. Like you can see Star Wars, you can see uh, uh, King Arthur, you can see like uh, you can even see like Battlestar Galactica and shit. Mac like, and me, Mac and me, yeah, exactly. Like, like, uh, but that weird alien tendril thing. Better than this shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, it just felt like he had, it felt like he had a vision for like how the world should go, but it felt like so mishmashed. Like friend pointing out like he, there's like a, the characters live in like a hut, but then they have like weird kind of like, they have like lighting like this, like you can't see it. But and a like, fucking sliding and door. And a fucking sliding door. And it's, and it's like, it looks like something out of Skyrim. I saw that shit. <laughs> uh, and I was like, yeah. they live in the fucking Willy Wonka family house. Yeah. <laughs> but they got a sliding fucking door. The thing that completely took me out, which was funny, was when like they finally leave like the village and they go on their quest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's... Was it they have LED lights in the tavern along with candles and it just looks like a Western saloon? Like, yeah. <laughs> time frame, dude. It's like he's trying to mix mix like like sci fi Star Wars type fantasy with with like high like high fantasy Lord of the Rings type yeah. aesthetic. Yeah, and it doesn't it just feels off because then you'll see like the main the main bad guy. Everybody else is wearing like armor and shit, and mm-hmm. he comes in with a fucking with a fucking suit and tie. Like he, yeah, <laughs> I get. It. He's supposed to be a Nazi. It's so obvious. Like he's supposed to be like a Gustapo. Like, <laughs> it's like, what, what, what are we doing here? What is the, what is the vibe? Because then you have you go back to his land and everybody dressed like a king and shit like that, and like fantasy art. And no all. consistency. Like, yeah, no, no real consistency there. So it is off. What's your, what's your rating? And then, uh, and then Marcus, what's your rating also? If you don't, do you know our scale? As mid peak. And then uh, in between is like peak mid and like mid ass. Uh, mid peak, peak cinemas <laughs> at the end, ass cheeks, and it's then like the yet, and right? then now no now swamp ass is the lowest. okay. Well yeah, so mm. swamp ass, ass, ass cheeks, mid mid peak, peak peak cinema. All right. Am I am I giving my rating first? Yeah. yeah okay. I kind of want to just say it was a two pack of ass. Ooh. I had no enjoy- <laughs> I had no enjoyment out of it. I can't really find anything redeeming from it. Yeah. It just hurt. I had to go and watch something else when I got home after. I was like, I need a palate cleanser, bro. My brain is- <laughs> my brain felt rotted. Two packs of ass. I like that. I like that. It's two packs of two pack mm, of ass, man. Like jelly. <laughs> Shake it like jelly. <laughs> Alex. Yeah, I'm swamp ass. This is like ass movie. It's a one out of five star for me. Golly. Uh, letterbox. Yeah, this is one of the least my least favorite films of last year. <laughs> for sure. If we had a list like that, it'd be on there for sure. So this isn't on your top ten? Hell no. Like top fifty. It was like it's like the bottom like probably three hundred, whatever the fuck how many I watched last year. <laughs> but but Man, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, Jeez. but I, I barely probably scratched like twenty maybe. <laughs> for your list? Probably. <laughs> what do you think of it though, Jonathan? 
I, I hated it. I hated it so much. <laughs> it, it, was, it was it made me so angry that I had to watch it. <laughs> no, <fellow> no. <laughs> and the worst part is that I told my my siblings or my my family I was like I'm, I need to watch a movie because I need to watch it for tomorrow. Like, okay, you always get pick good movies. Oh, <laughs> oh, then, oh no. you watch it with them? I didn't say all that. <laughs> That's on them. (laughs) So they hated me so much afterwards. They were like, we thought you only watch good movies. I was like, well, you know, we have to learn what's good and what's bad. You watched it with family, you said? Yeah, basically. And the younger, the family you watched it with, the younger? Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that much younger, but yeah. I mean, still, I mean, if if the younger audience don't like it, you know you did something wrong. Yeah, yeah. So So, you watched it with your sister, so she hated it? Yeah. That's hilarious. No. Because she got good taste. (laughs) (laughs) So one thing I will say, though, I think this movie should definitely be watched in film schools to know what not to do. But they already did that with one of his projects. Really? Which one? Oh, yeah, Man of Steel. Yes. Really? Remember that? The symbolism with Jesus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, his Henry Cavill, Superman is fucking sitting in front of a fucking glass painting of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, uh, you know who that Superman is, in fact, Jesus. <laughs> they, should, they, they should have death row inmates watch this before they're about to be put to rest. <laughs> That's so, the last thing they watch. So that they know that their life wasn't that bad. Compared, <laughs> compared to you didn't there. make this. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, yeah. no, it was... Left and right, copying stuff from everywhere. You know, you can like flat out tell he was trying to, you know, copy different ideas from all directions and whatnot. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. it was like, even from the moment we started the movie, we were like, we don't feel any connection to any of the characters at all. Yeah, you just don't care. And, and yeah, it was just terrible and bad. Oh, bad, bad, bad. It was very, what is it, Swamp Ass? Swamp Ass. Swamp Ass. Swamp ass. It was mm. very, very swamp ass. Then, what the fuck was that ending? It was like, it was like, what a, what a terrible cliffhanger. Yeah. It is like, <laughs> it is like the villain dies, then he comes back to life because of some weird cybernetic thing that never gets explained. But I'm sure, ooh, the second part, the director's cut is going to explain everything. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like, but it's like he like meets the, he meets up with like the emperor, I guess. Yeah. And as I thought, I thought for a second, I was like, oh shit, that's going to be Henry Cavill. Because I was like, why not? You know, why not get a big name in your movie to play your big bad? You know, you've worked with Zack Snyder before, obviously. Mm. So I'm like, oh, that is like some dude. I was like, oh, never mind. Don't cast big names for this movie, huh? <laughs> I was going to say, it's been a while seen it. Yeah. But there were no big names in there? I mean, besides like Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, yeah I was going to say Molly uh, too. John Mahonsu, yeah. Uh, black dude. Yeah. Yeah, John Mahonsu. No, no, no. Whatever, black dude. The, oh, am I thinking Seal? That's John Ma- No, that's not Seal. <laughs> Don't be racist. But that no no no. But that you know which one I'm talking. The black guy, right? Yeah, the black guy. Him, Jai Mahansu. Okay, see, the, I never knew the his African name. man. I never fucking knew his name. <laughs> him and Seal, man. Seal. <laughs> I baby. So <laughs> what, what's his name? I like Jai Mahansu. So when I see, when I seen him, <laughs> the only thing that I remembered was oh, him and Shazam, the wizard. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, all yeah. I can think about when I see him. I mean, he's been in a lot of things. He's been, I know he's in a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, <laughs> he's always in everything. He's always great. But see, I know him. I just never heard of his name. Jaimon Hansu. Yeah. Yeah. This is and so, it, it, but I mean, I can't you see how him and Seal can get confused? I mean, they're both bald and black. Right. One of them has a, a skin issue, but we can. Oh, is that how, is that what that is? Yeah. Seal. <laughs> he was the one from the gladiator world. Jaimon Hansu. Yeah. Yeah. He's in gladiator. I saw the him first recently in Need for Speed. 
Yeah, he was. Yeah. Other than Need for Speed? Yeah, he was the dad. Oh, okay. No, not Need for Speed. The Gran Turismo movie. Oh, I haven't watched wow. that shit yet. You didn't, you didn't have to. <laughs> you can hate me, man. But I won't stop now. Sony. That fucking movie. But yeah, the end of that Rebel Moon is like, the guy, the bad guy just, oh, bring me her, the main character. Right. And if you don't, I'll kill you. Okay, bye. And then the movie ends. Like, did that supposed to make me excited for the next one? Supposed to be like, okay, the obvious, kill her. <laughs> he's back with a vengeance. Yeah, he's back with a vengeance. Okay, cool. Bye. I always End thought part one. I always thought Seal got. Like, I never knew it was like a skin condition. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, we'll, we'll go to we'll go to film history. So nah, we gotta talk about what else we watched. Oh, okay. Well, quickly we talked about Rebel Moon. Yeah, quickly. I watched. I like Marcus. I had to cleanse my palate, so I watched Anatomy of a Fall. After that, I finished All American, which I I, I really enjoyed the newer season, and I started the the you know the Curious Case of Natalie Grace. I started her talking, like her portion of it. It's like a new documentary or whatever. And then I saw Iron Claw. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> uh, you go for it, Marcus. Uh, what I've been watching lately? Yeah. I've been watching a couple movies lately. I recently watched Beverly Hills Cop. Mm. I like that. I liked, uh, I'm a huge fan of the Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I watched May, December. I watched The Holdovers just last night before coming over. It was really good. I liked it. It's it's definitely gonna make its way into a, a Christmas classic, mm-hmm. and then for me specifically, this was made for me. The uh, Craig of the Creek movie came out on HBO Max called Craig Before the Creek. <laughs> Good for him. I'm always weird head. TV shows. <laughs> I recently finished The Blue Eyed Samurai on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I finished Reservation Dogs finally. Mm. Sex Education. That was that was sad. <laughs> and then what else? Oh, I've been watching Ted lately. The new the show? Yeah. Ted show. Nice. Yeah, that's a funny show. Peak television right there. Oh, that's it? What? Yeah. Uh, or, for the most part. <laughs> we can say Jamal. Sorry, because I always do that. Like when You always forget something. I always forget, forget <laughs> something. <laughs> you motherfucker. Um, <laughs> so I watched Kingpin, The Machinist, huh. Godzilla Minus One, The Killer, yeah. and Bad Santa. But that was all in December, and I feel like I've talked about The Killer and Bad Santa. Uh, oh, but, yeah, yeah. but Godzilla minus one, the machinist, and Kingpin. Did you guys talk about Godzilla minus one? No, we did not. Uh, I talked about it, but yeah, they haven't seen it yet. Well, I saw it by that point. Yeah, oh, I saw by it. Yeah, point, yeah huh? well, I, I saw it. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> you get minus one points. That means brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I wanted was a little pat on the back. <laughs> Fuck. There you go. <laughs> I wish I had a. <laughs> Gonna go back and watch it with the, with the minus one color version. Oh, yeah, and the black and white edition. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Jamal hates black no, and white. No, I don't. I don't hate black I hate movies that look white, old. But I do, I do kind of hate movies that are old. <laughs> Citizens Kane, hate that shit. Overrated? Super fucking overrated. Oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> the most overrated fucking <laughs> ever. <laughs> uh, but that's a whole, we'll save that for when we're on video so people can see that. <laughs> you can watch the veins on your head grow as you yes. get angry. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you'll see some other rants too that get cut out. <laughs> so looking forward to that. But yeah, I watched uh, Wonka. Oh. Uh, starring the, the late great Timmy. <laughs> the late great Timmy, like he's dead. The late great <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka, which was very good. I liked it a lot. It was a lot of fun. A lot of he did a great job as Wonka. There's a little bit of a 
Gene Wilderisms every now and then from him, mm. which was very nice and a great musical film. And then I watched, yeah, The Iron Claw, which we'll talk about later. I watched a Dream Scenario, the Nicolas Cage film. Oh, right. Where he just shows up in people's dreams. That was very good. <clears throat> and what else? I watched Casablanca for the first time. That's an old movie. Hmm. It's your first time watching it? Yeah. I've never seen it before. Well, not, well, I knew of it. I knew exactly what was going to happen. I just never seen it all the way through. I'm just more surprised that's your first time watching it. I know, huh? Crazy. I like never seen a movie. <laughs> Alex. That's the hard part when we're trying to find yeah. stuff to suggest. He's a bad boy. And like, oh, I've seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it again. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 then I watched Aquaman in The Last Kingdom. Why'd you subject Golly. yourself to that? It was only $5. That's fine. <laughs> that's still $5. That's a Big Mac or something. <laughs> if, if that. And more. And more <laughs> a Big Mac, what, like three, four years ago? Yeah. More, more enjoyable than that, no, no. probably. Inflation. Inflation. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't hate it. Whoa. It's, it's a movie. It's one of the movies of all time. It looked nice at times. And the- Whoa. I liked how the final the final visual of uh, the DC cinema, DC extended universe was Patrick Wilson eating a cockroach. That, that just makes that just makes all the more sense for the for that era of DC to end. I don't know you kind of sold me on the cockroach eating. Exactly, yeah. It's a fun movie. It's dumb. It was like <laughs> it's a dumb movie. Then I watched the new Mean Girls, the the musical adaptation of Mean Girls. What's with all these fucking musicals, man? Well, a lot of people don't yeah, even know they're musicals so, until right? they watch them, so that's kind of crazy. Joker's going to be musical. Wonka, obviously, I can understand that. Yeah. Mean Girls, Hunger Games. I mean, is that really a musical or does that mean I don't know. Part? Jonathan a, said it was No, I didn't say it was a lot of music in it. You said, a lot it, was, of you said it was a musical. <laughs> basically a musical. No. <laughs> it was so much music, it was basically a musical. <laughs> well, okay. Was that it? Oh, I'm sorry. I just got oh, no. I, I I liked it. It was like... Some they were like some of the musical parts were kind of whack because the music goes is like eh, I'm not feeling it. I'm not gonna watch. About to fall. Yeah. <laughs> but the way they like kind of update the story was very interesting. They mm. like they like add in tick like social media TikToks and like Instagram and shit like that into we, Mean Girls. The Mean Girls, yeah, that made sense. It didn't feel like you know mm. forced or anything like that. Ham fisted. Yeah, it didn't feel ham fisted like trying to like really pander to Gen Z or anything. It was. It was. It, I enjoyed it. It was fun, and there's a cameo by two people that were pretty funny. Man, Say it. You could probably have to get a spoiler on it. Who's, who the fuck is gonna go watch that? <laughs> it made. It made good money. <laughs> lie, a lot really, of, but, it made money. <laughs> John, are you gonna go watch it? No. Marcus, are you gonna go watch it? Well, so, y'all yeah. just sexist pigs. So like, <laughs> y'all just y'all just sexist pigs. So like me. <laughs> I stand by my principles. <laughs> but now it's Meg Meg the Stallion and uh, well, she she wasn't really because people know that she's in it. I oh, didn't. Yeah. They they promoted it. I didn't. did. They? Yeah, they no, they, they promoted it. But uh, see, now I might go see it. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of trailers for it. Yeah, not too many trailers. No, uh, I'm saying like I forgot where. I think like. um she or right, something. I, I don't forget, know. I forgot. I forgot about that. He, Jonathan be on women's TikTok. Yeah, excuse me. Like crazy. He be on. Wait, I, wait. I swear to God, you'll be like. Wait. I swear to God, baby Rexa will be like posting something, and then like five, <laughs> minutes, like five minutes ago, and then all of a sudden you see Jonathan's like on there. I'm like, what the fuck? Obviously, he's <laughs> he just, better out than all of us. Yeah, they have the notifications on. <laughs> she posted. Yeah, she posted. Oh my god, I got. But now the other cameo was Lindsay Lohan towards the end of the movie. That makes of, sense. Which of course she's got to be in it. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't put any other like Rachel McAdams or something in there. 
And she was Regina George. But uh, what are you gonna say, Marcus? No, I was gonna ask who the the girl from like the other group was, the one with the black hair. Oh, Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah, I thought she would have been. Yeah, she could have been there, yeah, too. But uh, yeah, but yeah, solid movie. Then I watched Maestro, mm. the new Bradley Cooper film. Maestro. My ad my Astro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'll say this is beautifully directed, great acting by Bradley Cooper and Carrie Mulligan. And I I hope when I watch a documentary I learn more about this man that they're talking <laughs> that they made a movie about. <laughs> Cause it felt more like a highlight reel than like an actual mm. biopic. It just felt okay. Then th- this thing that he did in his life happened, and we're not gonna really go into that, but that mm. happened, and then and then like rinse and repeat, kind of like it, it's not really goes into depth about anything really. So which is which is pretty disappointing. I thought it would be more more of a more of a you know dig deep kind of story. From you wanted all the sexual assault allegations. Excuse me. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where do you think this movie? Where did this come from? Where did this come from? What? <laughs> You know what I mean? Wait, I generally don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what? I'm just saying, you know, in a biopic, you want all of the dirt. I mean, yeah, he didn't, he didn't sexually assault anybody. <laughs> oh. But hey, we don't we don't know that. I mean, we don't know because they like, didn't go into it. I mean, he, from what I know, he didn't. <laughs> but, all right. <laughs> just saying. But yeah, but yeah, great great direction. Just not a very great script, in my opinion. Oof. But then I watched Society of the Snow. The Netflix movie about a real life story about this rugby team that got a that were on a plane. They were heading from, I believe, it was like heading from like south somewhere in South America to Chile, I think. And then they then they had a like a whole big old crash, and then they're stuck in the, the Arctic in the in the and not the Arctic, the the mountains, snowy mountains for like over two months, I think. Shit. And then they started, you know, they're trying to survive and everything. People start dying out, and then they start, they start committing cannibalism. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that was going there. Yeah, it's a. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't like it wasn't like you know, oh, they're gonna start turning at each other and start like, start like it's gonna be yeah, a bad but, guy in there. It's gonna be yeah. like some Lord of the Fly shit. It wasn't that at all. It was more like, it was more like it was more like a sacrifice kind of thing. It's kind of like, well, if I die, you, you can use my body. Yeah. So you can survive too. So you can so you so you can get out of here basically. <laughs> It, the way they do, the way they do it, it sounds sweeter than it actually is. It's actually a very heartfelt movie, and I really enjoyed it. And I watched the uh, the Zone of Interest. Which I've is, heard uh, about that. What is it? Yeah, we talked about it before on the podcast. It's, it won at the Cannes Film Festival last year, and uh, basically, yeah, we talked about it before. It's a film about the Nazi family that lives right next door to the Holocaust. There you go. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I gave this movie. This is throw it out there. I gave it like five out of five stars. Oh wow, peak cinema because it's like it's like probably the most. <laughs> Probably the most evil incarnate. Probably Wait. the most evil incarnate ass did, movie. Did you see the face that he made? No, I didn't see what he's do. <laughs> Make the face again. Make the face again right now. <laughs> Make the face right now. I don't even know what face I made. It was. It was like. <laughs> I was like nothing can compare to my Lyle Lyle crocodile. He hit the Mr. Bean face. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Alec. But no, this is like the most like besides Killers of Flower Moon, this is probably the most evil incarnate ass movie of the year. It's like I was like, God damn, y'all are like y'all are like despicable. It's like throughout the whole movie because because you don't really you don't really see anything of the Holocaust at all. It's all it's all audio based. So you can hear shit in the background. You just hear like screams of pain and like mm. people getting murdered and like 
babies screaming and shit. It's, it's very uncomfortable. It's a it's uncomfortable watch, but it's like it's there's a purpose to it. Where'd you, you? where uh, where'd you watch this? I watched it at Bay Street because it's the uh, only they're only showing it at, like very select theaters. And right they now. chose Bay Street. It's weird. I don't know. Uh, I don't think people in Bay Street. <laughs> uh, I'm surprisingly there was like a good amount of people there. I can't oh, lie. okay. Yeah, it's it like it's like. It sounds like that kind of movie that gets a select food theater show. Yeah, it's like it's, okay, not, it's, not gonna gonna be, s- it's definitely not going to be for everybody. No, because I was going to say, I was going to say, when I think of Bayshire, I think it's like what fourteen year olds, twelve year olds going, going to go to watch, watch the Marvels. Yeah, or something. Shit, yeah. I don't know. Like, no, you do know because you're in there with them. Oh yeah, you do go there. <laughs> yeah, I don't go there anymore. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, I yeah. don't. We're team fuck AMC, but, but I did it. <laughs> but I did it for this movie because I really wanted to see it because uh, I'm a fan of the director Jonathan Glazer. But yeah, it's a really fantastic mm-hmm. movie. I just want to say I like what you said from the technical standpoint of the audio, like the horrors in the background mm-hmm. that you hear it. I think that's pretty cool for movies when they kind of like use their audio to the advantage like that. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it was like, I feel like I don't know if it's up for sound design for at the Oscars, but it definitely should be nominated for sure. Wow. And then it's even cinematography because they have the whole because everything is locked off. All the cameras are like locked off and they like rigged a house. The set of the house is every, pretty much every part of the house has a camera. Mm. So it's like, so it's kind of feels like documentary-esque oh, in a way. Wow. So it's like, it's, it's like CCT, CCTV yeah. kind of angles. Yeah, it's like, it, yeah. So it's very, yeah, lively. <laughs> damn, damn near shit. And yeah, oh. the very powerful ending that I thought was really good. So yeah, I recommend that. Zones of interest. The zone of interest. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I've seen. And then I rewatched the shows I've been watching. Ted and Shameless. I finished Shameless. Like, <laughs> I never finished it before. I, I stopped around the seventh season. Same. So I rewatched it. And I was like, yeah, this should have stopped after season seven. <laughs> but yeah, overall, that's all I watched. <laughs> <clears throat> I didn't watch that many. Just The Iron Claw mm-hmm. and Leave the World Behind and Trolls Band together. Oh yeah, I watched Leave the World Behind too. Yeah. You watched Trolls? I watched Trolls. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, a friend, a friend of ours, Leroy, yeah, watched it. He was amazed by it. How like how fucking not how it's not a real movie. <laughs> They're it, trolls. It doesn't operate like a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's its own form. It's, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. I don't know, Jamal done what they were doing something. Look at that. I, oh, didn't, no, no, no. I didn't hate it. I was, I was starting to put together. Up, are you looking up Seal? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was starting to put together my top ten list. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, but yeah. But yeah, okay. Today, <laughs> Alec in film history. Twenty honey. John John twentieth. January twentieth, nineteen ninety seven. Year of our Lord. The year of our Lord, nineteen ninety seven. The year of my birth. Fargo, the Cohen Brothers film, won Best Picture at the Critics' Choice Awards. This is an interesting one because the Critics' Choice Award just happened recently, like, oh. last, like last week, I think, and and then, of course it's award season, so of course you got to bring that up. And yeah, great movie Fargo is. I don't think I've seen that one. No, yeah, I've I think heard you, I think of it. Guys, but... I think you guys would like it. Is is this kind of similar to the show? Yes. Okay. Oh. The first season, anyway. I, I do want to watch the uh, the new season. I've um, heard that was very good too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I want to start True Detective as well. The new, Ooh, the new yeah, season. Yeah, I want to start but I'm Jodie Foster. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to wait till there's a couple more episodes, mm-hmm. so then I can like you know binge it, yeah, kind of really kind of get into. But yeah, it. I think you guys would like Fargo a lot. I'm, I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna give it a try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it takes place like in some snow and like they're trying to get the Midwest. Yeah. They're trying to get. 
something back, right? Or something? It's like a... Well, I don't want to spoil it too okay. much. Yeah. All right. Well, hold on. Shenanigans happen. Well, let, let me... Shenanny. Let me do a little research here. Maybe. Who knows? The, <laughs> the shenanies. That might be what we might watch. The shenanies. But... Uh, oh, and it's... Oh, no, wait. Okay. Yeah, okay. Maybe. We'll see. We'll okay. see what happens. Shenanana. But uh, John Burgundy... Oh, I thought we were doing a topic. No, what does it say right there? Is it after? Oh, John I see. God damn it! Golly, man, <laughs> so professional. <laughs> All right, let's do it. This is the news. John Burgundy. <laughs> John Burgundy. John Burgundy. This is news with John Burgundy. Bitches. All right, all right, all right. So <clears throat> we got number one. Box office reports of the week, and we have, as Alex said, Mean Girls, number one, <laughs> coming in at twenty eight point six million. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> yeah, I think it made like over forty million overall. The fucking original one. Hold up. <laughs> oh, yeah, forty eight million dollars. This is for oh. the week of January 12th to the 14th, just yeah. so, you guys, so the viewers, or I mean, the listeners know. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got number two, The Beekeeper, coming in at $16.6 million. Number three, Wonka, coming in at $8.5 million. Then we have Anyone But You at $7.1 million. And we have Migration at $6.2 million. And that's the recap for the week of the 12th and 14th. Take take Sydney Sweeney Sw- Sydney Sweeney's Sydney tits out of the equ- out of the equa- out of the equation, right? Damn, I can't speak. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, is she is she even is she like a good actress? I think so. Oh yeah. lord, yes, she, she is. is. Yeah, that's a what do you? Oh lord, that's a valid question. Okay, let me. Do you think she can tap into some some dramatic type stuff? Yeah, yeah, I've okay. seen it. Yeah, she did something like Euphoria, and then this movie without called. without. Using her assets. Yeah, exactly. Because there's a show, a movie called Reality, where she's kind of like, she looks, she they like made her look like a more, you know, kind of like a normal looking woman. Because it's just like, she, it seems like she's falling into that, that role of I'm going to get the girls out type thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she knows what she's got. I'm not, hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> Funny enough, I don't know where I read or I've heard whatever, but there was an interview that they did with her and she said one of her like insecurities was like, you know, her body. Because she will, she wanted to act or whatever, but then she felt which, like a lot of which I had a body to clean close <laughs> insecure. But, but she said more because she wanted to, you know, act. But she said that what she saw was a lot of Hollywood. What is that called? Casting directors were like typecaster or put in roles that she like, you know, didn't want to go to or go for. But she wanted to be known for her acting instead of like her looks or whatever. She said, "I have range." Yeah, I feel like she's probably she's been producing her own stuff recently, so I feel like she's probably gonna go down the Margot Robbie range. Mm-hmm. I feel like Hollywood for a while was kind of casting her as you know the the beautiful blonde woman yeah. for a while, but she can she's she obviously got range. She could yeah. do a lot more. So in her stuff, she's on produce like I Tanya and even the, right. She, I don't think she produced Babylon. Even Babylon, she showed off a lot of range and shit like that. So I feel like she's probably gonna go down that route. I think personally, eventually, Sydney Sweeney sold me on. I don't know, just her playing a character having a mental breakdown in the second season of Euphoria. Yeah, <laughs> I was she, like, she went you, to work. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, if, you could, if you could be this much of a mess, you could do anything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Maybe, maybe I'm not familiar with her because uh, I, I, I hadn't gotten too far into Euphoria. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm gonna go back. Yeah, second season, she's kind of like the main character for the most part. What's okay. The, what's the movie you mentioned? That the other movie she was in, Reality. So you said they like toned her down. In yeah, the they like yeah, they like she's not wearing any makeup. She she looks more like an average person. Woman. Yeah, average person, not not a Hollywood. You know how she usually would look. Scarlet. So, yeah, Hollywood Starlet. Yeah, so it was like yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they made it look less <laughs> less Sydney Sweeney that we usually see. So we're gonna update you listeners on the Jonathan Majors being fired from the MCU. It's almost a year since rising star Jonathan Majors was arrested for allegedly assault of his former girlfriend Grace Jabari. After a month trial on December 18th, Majors was found guilty of one of one count of reckless assault in the third de- in third in the third degree and a uh, harassment charge, but was acquitted on charge of assault. His official sentence is on February 4th, 2024, coming up shortly. Shortly after being found guilty, Disney slash Marvel Studios officially fired Majors from his role as Kang the Conqueror, a character being heavily built as a Thanos-type threat in their multiverse saga. There has... There has been no official word on whether they will swap him out for a different character such as Doctor Doom or recast entirely. But Coleman Domingo from Euphoria and Rustin has been a rumored name to take over the role. Along with being fired from Marvel, Searchlight Pictures, a Disney-owned subsidiary, subsidiary, thank you, production company known for their lower-budget films, quietly dropped Majors. Sundance hit from 2023 magazine dreams a film that won him great acclaim blowing away critics audiences with many saying it would have been a a shoe in for a lead actor Oscar nomination jeez the Elijah I believe Bynum Bynum okay the Elijah Bynum direct uh, directed film is currently looking for a new distributor to release it what do we think of this should Kang be replaced or recast? And what does the future look like for Jonathan Majors? This is a very heavy uh, hitting question, so I'll let you guys start off. <laughs> you need some time to think. Yeah. <laughs> let's let Marcus start this one up. I want to hear his thoughts. Oh, me? Because I, like I, like I, I feel like I have an idea of what, you, of what you guys are going to say. Mm. I don't know what Marcus would say about this. I mean, yeah, it's a really heavy situation. I think from a... I don't know, from a business standpoint, they're going to obviously be like, we need to protect our, we need to protect our reputation. Yeah. And if we keep someone who, you know, committed such an act where they found him guilty on it, it's, oh, well, you know, there goes our revenue. So we have to keep, we have to keep the money flowing. I mean, it's, it just seems really messed up. Mm-hmm. And that's really all I can kind of say on it. Like, I haven't read too much into it other than I think just, just that. And then I know a lot of people are more interested in well, who's going to be recasted. And I'm like, eh. We'll find out when we find out. <laughs> mm. Like that's not good the, answer. That's not the major issue here. Good answer. Good answer. Being recast and everything, right? Yeah, because like, unfortunately, especially in Hollywood, actors are very expendable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they they went on strike for it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And they <laughs> they get probably like, all right, all right, all right. John David, you can get in here. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> we know we know the creator didn't do so well. Just just hop in here. <laughs> we'll save you. <laughs> oh shit! We got we got a truck. That. We got a truck of money for you. You think your daddy want to be in it too? Think your daddy want to play <laughs> Papa uh-huh. Kang? We can get two niggas for the price of one. Oh my god! You can play you play Young Kang and Old Kang. <laughs> <laughs> Papa 
Kang and Sun Kang. Oh, God. Yeah. Imagine that happened, though. Dude. I know Mario would be happy as shit. They'd oh, like, oh, man. They, they'd they'd be lose like, their like, minds. They're like, we got Denzel. We did it. And John David. And John David's like, John- fuck, fuck that guy. They're like, you know, we, we just want a Denzel. <laughs> My daddy don't talk about me. <laughs> At all. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I thought that it was like, just the whole, uh, first of all, I just feel bad for the filmmakers and the team behind the magazine dreams. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, I was like, this is a situation that had nothing to do with them. This is a, a lead, their lead actor, of course, the uh, got in some major trouble. Pun not intended. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking. Their actor got in major trouble. And now, now because of his, because of his sentencing, they, they have to reap the benefit, the reaps the, Consequences. The kind of like the consequences, yeah, that's the consequences of what he did, and now their film is, has no distributor, and that sucks because I'm sure it was, I've heard it's a very good film. And, I mean, uh, yeah, so I feel bad for the director. Yeah, it's just kind of like in the it's in the the ether until someone buys it up. It's just yeah. floating around. Yeah, it's floating around right now until someone has the guts to buy. Because I don't, because even if say like a Netflix bought it or something like that, I don't think right. they will. But uh, like I said, they'll, they they're not going to release it like. Within the year, they're probably like going to sit on it until everything like dies whole, down. Everything, the whole Jonathan Majors things dies down, and then they can be like, "Okay, here's the new Jonathan Majors movie that that didn't get that didn't get released because of what he did." But even what even when they do, they're going to be like, "Ooh, it's the unseen Jonathan Majors movie that you know because everybody wants to see something there that that's been like had high in controversy." You don't think mm-hmm. they try to release it under the radar like with other projects that they release? I mean, mm. maybe, I don't know. That'd be kind of smart, I think. It'd be smart, but also I feel like, I don't know. They didn't they want to capitalize They want to wait maybe. for a while a bit. Maybe yeah. like a, a year. Like a year or so, yeah. Sheesh. So, yeah, so it's not going to be seen for a while, I feel like. Damn. And uh, on the whole Kang thing, like a re-kit, I don't know, because I feel like every time people, are, when they see Kang, they're going to see a new person there. They're going to think, oh, yeah, that's supposed to be Jonathan Majors, <laughs> but mm. it's not. So I feel like. There's gonna be like a, a stigma, like a whole thing around it. It'll be like, oh, every time you see Kang, you can think, oh, the whole Jonathan Major situation, what happened there. So I just feel like it's, I feel like they could replace just a character in general of like Doctor Doom or something. I they, think because yeah. I was kind of, I was kind of thinking that same thing, but I think it depends on who they could recast. Yeah, it would have to be. You would have to literally, no, you probably would have to get somebody of a Denzel. Somebody that you know, oh, he's he's just gonna fucking kill the shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know who that would be. Like well, maybe like Daniel Kaluuya. But would you want to be the actor that stepped up to replace another black man that got in trouble? I mean, fucking, <laughs> it's not the same situation. But Jared Leto tried with the with the Joker. Is it though? Is no, I, I know, I know. But I'm saying like like he had no shot of you know what I mean. Like with this one, I feel yeah, it it, it would be it would be like oh. You know, you're you're replacing the other black guy. Yeah. But I think if somebody, if it's somebody that is, you know, because Jonathan Majors, he was looks like he was getting ready to, he's about to take off. Mm-hmm. But if you put somebody in there that is just, you know, they're gonna kill it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not worried about the quality yeah, of the yeah. actor. It's more like I don't want to be like the guy to replace to Jonathan Majors. I mean, hey. <laughs> that, that when that mouse calls though, yeah, <laughs> and they're sitting down, especially because now you would have you would have the leverage too, mm-hmm. because if they do want to keep Kang, it's like okay, well then I'm gonna need it's this. Gonna cost you this, yeah, um, a bag answer. But they, but I, <laughs> I, I think they'll probably just replace it yeah, because, like yeah, you said, yeah. it, it's it's gonna be 
you know, they're going to be like, oh, that was supposed to be Jonathan Majors. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. or if whoever, if they were to just recast it and they're not as good, and now they're like, well, damn, I wonder what Jonathan would have done to it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, because as cool as uh, Coleman Domingo is, I love him. Who's that? That mm-hmm. great. Uh, he's on Euphoria. You know, he's like the... Kind of was like he the Rude, Muslim Rude. one? Oh, yeah, no. Rude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rude's, uh, oh, the, he's a sponsor. Sponsor, yeah, uh, and yeah, he's a, he's a, he's always shows up and thinks he's always great. You know wow. who? You know who could replace him? What's the black guy from Stranger Things? The fucking kid. Done. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> or or I'm Kang. And it's like, it's like it's a five foot six black kid. Or Jamal from On My Block. Or just this Jamal. Don't get me started. <laughs> Here we go. I'm that Jamal too. <laughs> just this one. Don't get me started on that height. Um, <laughs> and and then for Jonathan Major's future, eh, he's gonna he's gonna take some time. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's I, I think he'll be back. Yeah. But he, you know it's gonna take a year or two, maybe three, but he'll come back with some big role and he'll has he'll have his redemption moment. And mm-hmm. he'll probably win a bunch of awards, and then it'll be a feel good moment. Will I think I think Will is going to come back when his Oscar ban is up? Oh yeah, for sure. And people are going to forget because he's going to fucking he's going to be Barack Obama or some shit. Yeah, and he's just going to knock it out of park. <laughs> and it's going to be like he's going to be like, oh my god, he's amazing. <laughs> just don't slap anybody this year, please. For the love of God, William. <laughs> So, <laughs> Willard did not do this. But uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, he's gonna take he got take some time away, and uh, yeah, come back and some do his job. Is gonna do smaller projects. For I was sure. gonna say it's gonna be some indie project. Yeah, it's gonna but, work his way up the ladder again, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate because I know before he was like uh, lined up to do a lot of shit, like a lot. Besides the Kang thing, like he was gonna play like Otis Redding in the biopic, wow. like, which would have been incredible because. They damn near look alike, and he would have killed it, I'm sure. And um, he was gonna play Dennis Rodman. Really? Damn. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that is a in a up. in a Dennis Rodman biopic. Yeah, like it was like it was more be about like his stint in uh, Vegas. He had a crazy night. Oh, yeah. Vegas, yeah. So he was gonna do that story, and, and you know, playing Dennis. Rodman. Well, maybe he <laughs> was gonna does suck. not look good. <laughs> maybe he was just getting into character for that one. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> you know? Stop. Yeah. I'm not trying to blame Dennis, but hey, his lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the Otis Redding biopic definitely could have been his Oscar for sure. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a great. That's a great or, person to play. Or maybe he can reprise Ike Turner. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. Eat the cake, Pat, oh, <laughs> I'm just saying he now, he might have some he might have some practice there. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> now, the, my thing is with the replace or the recast. Yeah. Marvel has been known to re- recast people in the past. Howard, yes, come on, Mike, <laughs> and then uh, Edward Norton, Edward Norton yeah. with the Hulk, right? And you know they've been able to pull it off, but now so I guess deep into it and all that. The only thing I'm thinking of is like Jamal says, if they can find a really great actor that can like you know I'm sure they just could, make yeah. you forget, mm-hmm. or because I'm assuming or I'm like you know I'm I'm not I don't like you know but. Doctor Doom, they were probably trying to save him for more later on, I'm assuming. But now they might have to like bring him off the back burner and be like, Okay, yeah, we can't save you for later. We need to we need to put you in now should or something you, like should that. Should use him in the beginning in the first place anyway, but that's just me. Again, I, maybe they were trying to work something up to, you know, Doctor yeah. Doom or something, but yeah. Well the, so they and they didn't they didn't recast Black Panther. 
Yeah. So yeah, that's right. So maybe it was a little bit of a different circumstance. Uh, yeah, though, yeah. I think, but I'm so. just saying, like they had that option to do yeah. that too, mm-hmm. and they didn't. So yeah, he died, and it's it, it's 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 a different situation. Mm-hmm. But I could just see them just being like, well, we'll just. Yeah. It, maybe it also depends on on the story too. Like if they if they really need Kang to kind of push forward right, whatever right, phase right, right. we're in, phase thirty five or yeah. whatever fuck, you <laughs> phase know four point seven eight <laughs> B. Yeah. You know whatever they need to kind of get that phase complete. I don't know. They are doing like a massive like overhaul on their projects right now, like in terms of like the geography of the films and like yeah. the writing of them. So. Maybe right now they're currently writing on how to take out Kang or just replace him and change the story a little bit. So just kill that motherfucker off in the beginning of the next movie and move on. <laughs> so they're in the Council of Kings at the, the end of Ant Man. Yeah, the last Ant Man movie. It's like I don't know. Doctor Doom just comes in and throws a bomb in that bitch. Yeah. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, great guy. Godspeed, Spider Man. <laughs> Godspeed, Kang. <laughs> and now, and now I'm here to fuck shit up. Yeah. Open it. You know, we show the Kings is like from behind. <laughs> I thought I remember reading somewhere uh, they were actually taking a break with the amount of Marvel movies coming out is oh, yeah, this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. The, the only movie they're per- putting out. This year is a Deadpool, and they should. Yeah, that's it because that's a that's going to be a guaranteed hit, I'm sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. I, I think because I, we've talked about this a lot, like they definitely need a break. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I agree. So maybe, and maybe in a weird, in a weird way, this is beneficial for them. You know, Jonathan Majors going around fucking, you know, uh, back to formula. Yeah, beating up, <laughs> beating up white women, allegedly. Uh, that white girl. Question is Coretta Scott. Have you guys, that's, that's making good? <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen the the Gail King interview that he did? I saw parts of that. I didn't really want to divulge in it too much. Oh, okay, I'm like oh god, this is it, not great. Was it yeah. level? Was it R. Kelly levels? Y'all kidding me? This shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It was almost there. It was almost there. But like, he but he didn't go crazy though. No. So the biggest thing, and they like what was it like? I think Gail King or the reporters that were like you know. When, when they went back to it, they were saying, like, the biggest thing was that he didn't apologize and that, like, he was the whole time kind of, like, denying, denying, denying and, you know, like, saying, oh, you know, it's not how it looks or whatever. Uh, he was surprised with the verdict, he said, but that they're going to try to appeal. The well, if he, if he didn't do it, I wouldn't apologize either. No, yeah, no, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. But that's what the reporters were saying, that, oh, he didn't apologize or he didn't take accountability or something like that. And so I just found it interesting. I don't know. So they're gonna try to go for the appeal, and uh, yeah, it was it was just like like Alex said. It was, I I actually did divulge or watch the whole thing because I was curious because everybody was like making a big deal. Like, oh, here we go. You know the 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 Gale King special interview. You know the whatever. Gale. And, and Oprah's bestie. <laughs> and I just was laughing because when they announced that they were they had an exclusive interview with Jonathan Majors after the whole thing, people were trolling him about his pants. His like big old like pants, yeah, his jeans because he had those bell bottom jeans, and so the oh yeah, oh, they were like in the, in the interview. <laughs> no, 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 no. In the comments when they were like saying, "Oh, we're gonna ha- we have this exclusive," people were trolling him. They're like, "Oh damn, you know this man's innocent when he has to bring out the bell bottoms." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, internet, or something like that. And I was like, "Yo, okay, that's pretty funny." I bet I watch it later. Yeah, but, see what he said. Yeah, no, he he brought up Bacon Good in the interview and everything. Yeah, so uh, yeah. yeah, I would too about one hundred percent. 
that was I would only talk about that. <laughs> yeah, but but Mr. Majors, we're here to talk about. But just look at her, Gail. Uh, look at her, Gail. Turn, turn, girl, Gail. Turn around, and look. They're actually, not looking. Cousin they actually Skeeter. did show her cousin Skeeter. They're, cousin they're, Skeeter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they showed her, they showed her right there in the interview too. Beautiful she was like woman. standing, like watching the monitors. Yeah, yeah. beautiful woman. But you know, it's not like he put a gun to uh, anybody's head. Oh shit! Mm. Speaking about gun, Woo. God. James Gunn. That was loaded. James Gunn begins to search for a new Supergirl uh, as screen tests narrow down the list. So James Gunn's uh, Superman Legacy principal photography uh, start date is quickly approaching, and all seems to be going great for the official start to the new DC universe with only a few roles left to be cast. One of the roles seeing seeming to be the cousin of the man of steel himself, Supergirl on January 10th deadline reports that DC studios will begin screen tests for screen tests in the upcoming weeks for the role of Kara Zor-El, right? Kara Kara Zor-El, AKA Supergirl. For her own upcoming film titled Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. But before that film begins production later in the year, the character will make an appearance in the DC film before it will most likely be in before it will most likely be in Superman. The list of names include actors such as Emilia Jones from Coda and Cat Person, Meg Donnelly from Zombies American Housewife, and Millie Alcock. From House of the Dragon, Meg Donnelly is currently the fan favorite as she is not only as she not only shares visual similarities to the character, but has also voiced Supergirl in recent DC animated films. The Supergirl film currently has a screenwriter in in Anna Nogueira. Nogueira? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Anna Noguera, but a search for a director is ongoing. What do we think of these names being in contention for the Mm -hmm. role? And who do we think should direct Supergirl, uh, Woman of Tomorrow? I guess I'll go. How about I say known feminist Jonathan? What do you think? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is definitely in your ballpark. (laughs) So one that I was kind of like, I I haven't seen Coda yet, but one that Mm -hmm. I was definitely like, I guess that caught my attention was Millie Alcock because I have seen House of Dragon. Yeah, which one is she? The she was the I forget her name, but she was the main character. Like the she looks the younger one, right? Yeah. She looks like Daenerys. Okay, yeah. I think she was really great in the House of Dragon, yeah. and would be interesting to see her in, in Renera. Like, that was her name in the show. There you go, Renera. She would be interesting to be in the role for Supergirl, right? So mm-hmm. I that's that was one of my favorites, but. Reading that McDonnelly is actually the voice actress behind a lot of the Supergirl animation movies, it would be kind of cool to see her in the live action, you know? Mm-hmm. She does the voice and is the actual person, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think that would be kind of cool. So now I'm kind of leaning more towards McDonnelly and wish her the best and hopefully she can knock it out of the park mm-hmm. and makes it. <clears throat> and as far as who can direct Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, I don't know if they'll be up for it. I have two names. Number one is Patty Jenkins. Give her another shot, man. You know, mm-hmm. she she did the first Wonder Woman I really enjoyed. So give her another shot. Let her try this. If not her, Greta Gerwig. I don't know if she would ever go for it, but she knows how to do really, you know, big budget 
obviously from what she did with uh, Barbie, but she can like you know um, make something as you know um, what is call it like fiction, yeah. but make it like you know have really good uh, message or whatever. She can like bring it bring it home. Those are my uh, picks for for directors for that. I'm sure they'd be happy to have her. Yeah. She's oh yeah. Made the biggest movie last Oh yeah. Year. Exactly. Already in the Wonder Brothers family, so why not? But that's what I'm saying. That's why yeah. I said I don't know if Greta would go. Oh for yeah, it, I know she. But, would, yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, they would be lucky to have her. <laughs> James Gunn, you hear to hear first. Go out and look for please, her. Please, Greta. Please. <laughs> Your allyship really shined right there. Hey, what? Your allyship for feminism. Really oh yeah. Right Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga. Look at. <laughs> if only we were on camera. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the applause. What do you think, Jamal? Yeah. You weren't looking at anything. I, <laughs> no, I was. <laughs> what is that on your on your on your fucking laptop? Right I, was, I was. What is that? I was looking for movie suggestions. <clears throat> <laughs> He's still on the movie suggestions. Uh, so, okay, so what is the question here? What do you think? Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 For the role, and who do we think? We're professionals, Mark. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that. Damn you, Ellie. That was my show. with the lowercase p. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I, agree with, I agree with what Jonathan said. Thank you. What See? did he say? He said he thinks Greta Gerwig should direct it <laughs> because she just did the big one. Yeah, amen. So, you know, <laughs> she did the movie. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I agree. And I think you could get that girl from, from that movie, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a great movie, House of the Dragon. No, no, the, that other movie. Oh yeah, that one. That one. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. All right, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too familiar with a lot of the names on the list. Um, now you see why I was fucking. I didn't know what we were talking about. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> he heard women and cl- clocked out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's instantly mm. <laughs> no thank you uh, women fuck now yeah no. so <laughs> I was looking at Amelia Jones between the picks and I think personally I just would think she I would like to see her play Supergirl mm-hmm. and as for directors go I, I really don't know who would really fit like a superhero movie that probably already hasn't done them yeah but I guess yeah I will I, I just have to agree with Jonathan on this just give Patty Jenkins a chance a second chance. Queen, come back. <laughs> we miss you. <laughs> I'll watch every movie you make, I promise. <laughs> but, yeah, this is a interesting one. I'm like, uh, I recently reread the actual the, the comic book that it's based on, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Mm. Basically, like a, like a True Grit, kind of like similar kind of to True Grit, where it's like, Supergirl has to like take a girl that her father was recently killed by this kind of like this pirate, kind of like the space pirate kind of guy. And she's got, and Supergirl's kind of like going for her own struggles because she was pretty much, she's pretty much like when Krypton was destroyed on her planet, she was mm-hmm. basically like a teenager. So she actually saw it like die. And so, you know, how Superman was when he was like a baby. So yeah, he wasn't aware of anything going yeah. on. So yeah, she saw, she, she basically had like PTS watching her planet get destroyed. Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting, so the interesting development where she kind of like refines her hope in the world and the, the hope in their universe and stuff like that. Mm. So there could be an interesting element for you know the for for the filmmakers to grab onto. For actor, I feel like yeah, I'm on the like Marcus said, I'm on Amelia Jones because I like her a lot. I've seen her in a few projects like Coda that I liked her a lot in, mm. and the other movie called Cat Person where she displayed kind of like this. 
she felt she felt felt very strong and kind of had like a different a different vibe to to act to most actresses I've like modern actresses that I've seen mm-hmm. that felt very different compared to the other two, which I'm sure they would be fine too. Right. But I feel like in terms of acting, she's probably like the best out of those two. Right. 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 And in terms of director, I would go with. Zack Snyder. I'm just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> we're, not, we're not going back to that shit. <laughs> All I heard was great. I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be perfect for Zack Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> but now, as a filmmaker, I would go with. She had a really. I don't think she's made a movie just yet, but she's done like several projects mm. under Disney, Disney Star Wars, as I say. Bryce Dallas Howard. That's mm. right. Yeah. She's done some episodes of The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, yeah. She does yeah, episodes yeah. of The Mandalorians, which is like some of their better episodes for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, she she does. She already knows how to do epic sci-fi kind of action, and she can handle VFX already. So it's kind of like, but no, I feel like she's all but ready to make her like feature film debut. So I'd be I'd wow. be very excited. She to hasn't done a feature film yet, huh? No. This, well, I think she made like a documentary. Ah, uh, okay, okay. But after the narrative, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I feel like yeah, I'd be, I'd be excited to see her take it on. Hmm. Interesting. They're bringing in Supergirl already. Well, she's gonna make it a cameo in Superman's movie. Is Supergirl, if I'm not mistaken, isn't she the older cousin of... of yeah, she's old. Supposed to be? Yeah, she's older than But him. she looks younger, right? Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be? Because yeah, I she, think I remember seeing that or hearing that somewhere. Yeah, she like went through like a time portal or something. Got stuck somewhere. Yeah. And then and she, when she came to Earth, by the time she came to Earth, because she was supposed to protect Superman uh, yeah. when he was a baby. But right. by the time she came to Earth, he was already a grown-ass man. Yeah. And was looks physically older than, than him. Yeah. Uh, her. But yeah. There you go. That's what he was. Mm-hmm. I have a question. <clears throat> yeah. May I borrow the comic? Uh, Supergirl? <laughs> yeah, sure. Thank you. Sure, you can have it. Take it. <laughs> a, good, a good read. You ready? I am. Okay. <laughs> but you know who but you know who wasn't ready? Who wasn't? Joe Coy. <laughs> wait, what? Uh, wait, 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 wait. I've I've Damn. seen I seen what happened. What can somebody Damn, update man, me? You just we'll read, ruined it. We'll read like, it. So we can, we can exactly. Find out. That was a Oh I just killed two segues. I know, man. He a transition. Not even paid attention. <laughs> I am. So so Joe jo Koi? Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, so, Koi Fish. Yes, my favorite. Speaking about Joe Koi Joe Joy Joe Koi? Okay, yes. this read that. <laughs> This past January 7th, the 81st Golden Globes was broadcasted on NBC, taking a taking in a record high viewership number of 9.3 million watchers compared to the previous years of 6.3 million. The show was a rating success, but the overall quality was more questionable. Comedian Joe Coy, who took on the role of host 10 days before the Golden Globes broadcast, gave what viewers would call a cringe-worthy monologue filled with nervous attempts at roasts and blaming blaming the writers when certain jokes didn't land with the star-studded audience. The winners themselves, while mostly were mostly predictable, were deserving wins with Oppenheimer being the night's biggest winner on the movie side, winning five awards, including Best Picture Drama, Best Director for Christopher Nolan, Lead actor drama for Killian Murphy and best supporting actor for Robert Downey Jr. Um, films such as Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, Poor Things, and The Holdovers tied with all four films winning two awards each. Anatomy 
Anatomy winning Best Foreign Language Film and surprising with a Best Screenplay win. Barbie won Best Box Office Achievement and Best Original Song for What I Was Made For by Billie Eilish and Phineas. Poor Things winning Best Picture Comedy and Best Actress Comedy for Emma Stone. The Holdovers winning Acting Awards with Paul Giamatti taking the Best Actor Comedy Award to In-N-Out and Davine <laughs> Joy. God damn it, you fucked that up. <laughs> huh? He took that award to In-N-Out. He went to he went viral for going to In-N-Out with, oh, the, with the award. Oh, with the award. Okay, yeah. my bad. He was eating his burger. Hell yeah. And, and, the and with the Golden Globe. <laughs> and Divine Joy, Divine Joy, Rudolph winning Best Supporting Actress. What are our thoughts on these winners and the overall Golden Globes show? I didn't watch the show. Um, I missed it, but nah. I saw I saw the I saw the monologue. I thought some stuff was funny. I think I think uh, which it, one? Uh, I don't Uh-oh. know. I can't there remember. One. There was one. You said there was one. I mean, if you can find it, <laughs> if you can find it. Oh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I, I it feels like it feels like his delivery, like he like he just wasn't confident in it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But then also, I also feel like it's now like people they don't want to laugh at themselves. Because I know, like when he got on the on the white people rant or joke, you could tell they were just kind of like. Scorsese was giggling. Was he? <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. So giggly. That's all I need. <laughs> that satisfied my night. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think if he would have just had a better delivery, kind of mm. more confidence with it, and not every single time it didn't hit, he was like, "Well, the writers wrote it, not me. Not it wasn't me." It's like okay. Maybe it was you, <laughs> but yeah. And then maybe and, the lines were good, and you just suck at. Yeah, and you just suck at. <laughs> I had a whole writer strike at everything. He's all here being like, "Oh, these writers suck." Don't try to pay them. Fuck. They deserve the minimum wage for these jokes. <laughs> but the but the winners, Oppenheimer, winning five. Eh, that's that's pretty big. That's a lot. I I am happy that Anatomy of Anatomy of a Fall won some stuff because. As we'll talk about in a couple minutes, that is on my list of top ten. And yeah, I have a question. Is it? Oh, I wasn't even done. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. I thought I thought I, I wasn't even fucking nowhere near. Being okay, done. go go ahead. Okay, so my I'm question done. was, I'm done. <laughs> Kills of the Flower Moon didn't get anything. They didn't get nominated. Or anything? Lily Gladstone one. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Because it wasn't under. But okay, yeah. got it, got it. But this seems obviously this is we know you know Oppenheimer is going to be in there for best picture at the Oscars, without a doubt. <clears throat> seems I don't know, mm. I don't know, mm. uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, go. What uh, was your question, Johnson? Oh no, that, that the the kills of flower. Oh, movie. that's it. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that okay, was my okay. question. Okay, but uh, what is up with the Golden Globes or like these award shows and like getting their hosts super close to time? You know what I mean. Like they don't give them enough time. Seems like, like people aren't people are dropping out. out. Yeah, yeah. They're what? People are like dropping out because I uh, know it was really supposed to be a subject the entertainer. I think that's I think, right. I, but I think the whole, I don't think I think the whole Cat Williams thing spooked him. He would have stole all his jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the Cat Williams thing spooked him a bit. Uh, but to, but to to Jonathan's question, yeah. Because uh, then Kevin Hart had said something about like it's hard for comedians to host like award shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is now it's totally understandable 
Yeah. It's like you can't you can't get up there and, and <laughs> try to do a roast on people and they're just like ah but, you know they're fucking pissy face. Yeah, the thing is, Joe Coy is not a roast comedian. That's true. Yeah, either I don't know. I feel he roast himself. I feel like comedian. the yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, like, is he a comedian? He's oh. like, I, I suck at telling jokes. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but uh, Joseph, <laughs> Joseph, you suck at the Golden Globes, Joker. <laughs> no, I was like, I feel like the Golden Globes want another Ricky Gervais type without having Ricky Gervais because you know he would tell the truth. So then the, just get him. But no, no, but, that, he, would but the the he, he would tell the truth because he'd be like overly offensive and people, even though he's 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 funny when he hosts, he probably like hits too real for. A lot of people in there. I guess, it's almost know, like, like a call out rather than... Yeah, a- like you said, it's, a lot of people don't want to laugh about themselves because you're not with the whole Epstein shit. <laughs> He'll be like, yeah, he your name was in there. Yeah. Your name was in there. <laughs> <laughs> Keep my name out your mouth. We could have had another one. Yeah, yeah. We could have had another one. <laughs> Even like in... And I remember I rewatched the, his 2020, the Golden Globes 2020 or 2021 Golden Globes like, yeah. monologue. And he was like, he was like, oh yeah, like the like the CEO of Apple was there, Tim Cook, and he was, and he because you know he produces movies and TV shows now. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was like, he was making a joke about how Apple has like sweatshops, sweatshops of children working in them <laughs> in China and shit like that. And I was like, I'm sure that pissed him off quite a bit. But then at this, in the same breath though, I came back. Who made your fucking suit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? What phone do you have? <laughs> but maybe it's him getting up. And- what? Who made your suit? <laughs> <laughs> Show me your fucking phone right now. Oh, it's an Apple phone. So shut the fuck up. Yeah, maybe. Sure. Like, you know. Get my products on your fucking mouth. You know these motherfuckers, and probably most of them never had conversation in their life. So they can't do that. <laughs> or maybe you just don't have kids making your your phones and clothes and well, sweatshops in China. <laughs> Just have adults do it. Joe Coy's delivery wasn't as strong as it could be. It all felt like nervous. Mm. Everything like he was afraid to like upset people. Yeah. Well, because he's never roast. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. He's not a roast comedian. So yeah, but he's yeah, he's trying to be like a Ricky Gervais type without I mean, you know, actually him. And I remember, you know, the the fucking jab at Taylor Swift. I knew I knew I knew the second she wasn't having it on there, oh God, this man's over. <laughs> Wait, she she was there. Yeah, she was there because they not heard her film for oh, the of box the, office. Yeah, you go, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that thing they came up with. Yeah, yeah, that dumb thing. I mean, but <laughs> but they do show her literally after almost every single fucking play. Oh no, I know. Yeah, they, they were like they were at like, the games. I'm, I'm sure she's sick of hearing it. I'm sure. Well, hey, Bobby, I'm, I'm not saying yeah, yeah. like I'm not saying like she could she could laugh at it, but like I'm just saying, I mean, but like, she can. I just think it's funny. She was like she was just like taking a sip of her drink like. Not funny. Yeah. <laughs> kind of I the just, queen isn't laughing. We must not laugh either. Yeah, exactly. I just look at it as room. I look at it as she's got a shit ton of money. Yeah, I wouldn't care. Like him saying <laughs> him saying we're not gonna show you as much. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I got more money than you, Joe Coy. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know Joseph. you. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, you're, like you're not even you're you're not even on my fucking, you know, my radar. Contacts. Joe Coy, Joe Coy sounding like a I'm not Joe Coy, Taylor Swift sounding like a Filipino old mom. <laughs> Joseph! Joseph. Don't make that joke about me, Joseph. I'm supporting my my boyfriend, Joseph. <laughs> but, you know, she was she was probably having flashbacks though. Oh. Fucking, she was probably like, "Oh no, Kanye! Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, exactly. Oh no!" <laughs> She's a, so every time she goes to an award show, her her fucking senses are already heightened. You see her see her little dance at uh, one of the football games. Which is, oh, <laughs> they were swag surfing. Or yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. You know what? You know, Taylor Swift They're is for surfing something. You know, Taylor Swift is so unapologetically white. <laughs> it's kind of like she's all comfortable with her whiteness. I kind of I kind of respect it. You have to respect yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how fucking white she is. <laughs> but but then don't be upset. Like when they yeah, don't be upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I could see if he said something about like their relationship. But he was just like, yeah, we're not going to show you as much as they do as uh, at the football game. Exactly, yeah. Come on. Like, you got the sour... That's not even that bad. Yeah, you got not the, that bad, yeah. You got the sourpuss look for that. <laughs> Come on. But yeah, but, but yeah, Joe Corey, not a great host. So, okay. Yikes. I'll, I'll, I'll throw this wait, question out wait, there. Wait, hold on, everybody. hold on. Wait, can I, before you say that, it's kind of like... As a, uh, would you say he's like an up up and coming comedian, or is he? Or do you guys call him? You say he's been he's around there? for a while. He's got his own movie. Yeah. No. no okay. So you. So you, okay. So he's established, right? Yeah. Would you? Wouldn't you say like not for like a list? But yeah. Wouldn't you say for like a comedian like him <laughs> to have gone through that embarrassment, right? And it, for it to be a record high, people of watching it, and you're like, oh damn, I made yeah, a fool of myself for nine point three million <laughs> people. That usually just six point four million people watch, but now it was nine point three. Yeah, it turns that negative into a positive. Look, I get this amount of audience. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, there you go. Use comedy. There you uh, go. Okay, go ahead. So, so I want to throw out the question. Okay, yes. do we know the host for the Oscars? Oof, Kimmel again. Oh, you're kidding I'm sure, me. I'm sure it's going to be him every no. year for the rest of time. No. <laughs> Alec, you're kidding me. He was bad. Yeah. But like, no, 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 no. I'm saying, are you serious? Is it really him? No, it's they, him. Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. Oh, like legit. Yeah. I thought you were just making a joke. No, yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be, I feel like it's going to be Jimmy Kimmel for the rest of time because I guess. You joke about Jimmy Kimmel? <laughs> we can. <laughs> uh, but, I, but I was going to say, who would, who would you guys like choose to host like these award shows? You know what I mean? Knowing that like you have to go in there. Because, like you said, Alec, if he didn't have the confidence. He mm-hmm. like you know, so it has to be somebody like a like a Ricky Gervais. He probably doesn't even live in the state, so that's probably why he doesn't care. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Marcus, can you do your Ricky Gervais impression real quick? It's great. I don't care. I don't care about you all. You're all horrible people. Get away from me. No, no. The earth, we're all dying. Okay, we don't need to be here. I'm atheist. <laughs> <laughs> now, people. Audience, listeners, we do not have G- uh, Ricky Gervais in here. This is just yeah, we a- do. He's right here. I'm Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Thank you for having me today. Creator of the office. I've never been around so many black people before. It's a fucking experience. That's so good. That's fantastic. You better, you better capitalize on that. <laughs> I will one day. <laughs> Yeah, but who? So who would you guys tap to host these award shows? Comedian specifically, or, or just in in general? Damn, that's about to say you got one, Marcus. You know, because I feel I feel Come like back to me. I yeah, while, while you guys think, because I feel like it doesn't have to necessarily be a comedian. Yeah, because if they have writers, you just have to have good <laughs> delivery, and you have to you have to good timing. Someone with bravado. Yeah, I think um, somebody that like people like we will even fake laugh because they're still just that charismatic. Would, Jimmy Fallon. You got, I would okay. do. No, I mean, not like I like him or anything, but I mean. You think he could get but, the job done? I think he's a little more charismatic than Jimmy Kimmel. You know what I mean? In, yeah, the, in it, annoying, in that annoying yeah. way. No, that's what I'm saying. He's not as <laughs> awkward. You know what I mean? Or maybe a little, a little bit awkward, awkward yeah. But hold on, no. Hold on, no, right? <laughs> because I'm, <laughs> I'm, Jimmy, I'm Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> I literally said you could choose anybody. And your first person was 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 Jimmy Fallon. 
The other Jimmy. I, but it, I it, it's like when we did the fantasy draft. <laughs> and, and he had a plethora of people for what? His first pick, right? Yeah. And who did you choose? Kevin Hart? He coached Kevin Hart. And you choose. And then I'd say you can say you can pick anybody. Right. And the first fucking person is Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> yes. well, okay. This what are your picks? Guy. Let me let me hear y'all. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I got two personal picks. Okay. okay. If it's for me and I have to watch it. It's between Guillermo del Toro or Taika Waititi. Uh, oh, Taika I ain't Taika good. that bitch, but uh, yeah. You Taika don't need him in there, but I mean, he'll get the job done. <laughs> he will, I'm sure, yeah. But I'm, yeah, He's established like, enough in Hollywood to like, mm-hmm. I don't know, get it done mm-hmm. and at least get some chuckles out of people, you know? Yeah. I, okay, so for me then, I would choose like Will Ferrell. Because I feel two people, Will Ferrell, Dave Chappelle. Oh, It'll never shit. happen. Mm-hmm. But I, but Dave, could, yeah, you know what I mean. Like he could, he could, he could tell jokes. Oh, you're you're having them together. Oh no, 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 just like you, uh, One either or. or. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because yeah. I, I just feel like he obviously he has he has the presence, mm-hmm. and he's funny enough to do it. Oh yeah, and then same with kind of Will Ferrell, where he's like that stupid funny. Oh, actually, three people: Danny McBride. <laughs> That'd be oh, wild. just because I know that would be fucking hilarious. That'd be well, yeah. I have two people that do already because I, I think. I think something's missing from these award shows, particularly like the Oscars and stuff. Like I can tell Jimmy Kimmel doesn't like movies <laughs> as, much, as much as he wants to put on. He just likes hearing himself talk. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, you know, like back in the day, you used to have hosts that are funny, but they can also you can tell they're knowledgeable about what they're talking about. Because mm-hmm. like even Joe Corey, I was like, even he was like, oh yeah, he watched the movies, and then he says, oh, it took him like. Four days to watch Oppenheimer, even, uh, though, even though that's not even the longest movie nominated there. That like, joke. Kill the Flower Moon was like, I had that made Robert Downey Jr. go like, what? what? <laughs> 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 yeah, I wasn't even the longest movie nominated, so I'm sure that means he didn't watch really anything as much as he claims to, except like Barbie and probably Oppenheimer, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And But I would say for hosting, get some of that, that are funny, people that are funny and also actually like movies. I would say Key and Peele. Damn, that would be good. They they always in their skits they always reference movies. I hate you. And they're bo- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you Jimmy, actually did it. Yeah, it doesn't compare to Jimmy Fallon, no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, they always reference movies in their skits, and they're 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 really knowledgeable of films, especially of course Jordan Peele, of course. And they're also very funny together, of course. They're always yeah. always hilarious when they get together, and when they did their show was great. So I feel like. They would find that balance of being funny and then like also being like kind of knowledgeable about what the thing they're actually talking about. Now, do you think? Do you think they a, can also do skits? I was gonna say movies. Do you and do you think like a duo is good? Because then you have somebody you can kind of yeah, bounce off, get the bounce off people. Yeah. yeah. So that's why Marcus thought you said Will Ferrell and oh, then it, and, uh, if, if that's if, if, so, if we're doing duos, then I would go Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Yeah, yeah, that seems like the that. best yeah, yeah. obvious yeah. choice to do. That. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. I think I remember from Ooh, last year's. I'm not to cut you off. No, go ahead. I think Jason Bateman would actually be a really good host too. Interesting. Yeah, he does be have good. A because he has such a dry humor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like in the way that he like delivers it, I think he'd be pretty good. And if you want to throw in a female, because we aren't sexist here, <laughs> uh, you can throw in Melissa McCarthy in him. And oh. I think I think that'd be a pretty good. Uh, that'd be good. They were yeah. good. I, I do they like them good. when they're movies together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they do the movie together. <laughs> I the, thing, the things we watch. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, that no, no, that'd be that'd be a good pairing. 
And then Denzel and John David, and Denzel would just never acknowledge. Yeah, yeah, pops. You remember <laughs> me in, in the creator? Well, folks, we're gonna go to the next category. <laughs> the, the who not the equalizer? Yeah, I was in that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, in terms of winners of the show, yeah, you would say Oppenheimer is basically the front runner mm. for best picture, director, actor, and even supporting actor. But like that, the Critics Choice Awards they had like last week, uh, the bit of a bit of an upset. It was I wouldn't even consider it an upset, but uh, best actor went to Paul Giamatti for the holdovers, mm-hmm. and the uh, best actress went to Emma Stone. Mm. And everybody was saying, "Oh, it's gonna be Killian and uh, Lily Gladstone, of course." So that kind of like threw a tiny bit of a wrench in there. Just mm. to see, do you guys think that's still gonna no. still gonna be those two, or it's gonna be Paul Giamatti and Emma Stone, or? Could be reversed, go yeah. back and forth for the Oscars. Oscars. Yeah, I think, I think, it, I think, uh, I think Killian is for sure gonna. I don't know if he's gonna win, mm-hmm. but I he he's definitely probably the front runner. Mm-hmm. And then after watching Anatomy of a Fall, mm-hmm. Lily was great in Killers of the Flower Moon, but I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be a runaway. I think it'll be what's her name, Sandra Huller. Yeah, Huller. I, I think I think those two will probably be neck and neck. She's also in the zone of interest. Oh. She played the Nazi mom. <laughs> <laughs> nice. She went hard in the paint. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> How are we thinking? Best original song should have went to Peaches. Am I right? Honestly, yeah. Or what's her name? Ken? Huh? huh? Ken? Didn't no. it win? No, Peaches. No, I know, but Ken? Oh, that that won at the Critics' Choice Awards. Oh, okay. It didn't win at the Golden Globe. Billy Eilish's song won. Yeah. But oh yeah, the Oscar nominations will be announced on Tuesday, I believe. So we'll see who will make it in. Because they all, there's always that one or two surprises in there. And they're always like, what the fuck? Where do you come from? Right. Okay, real quick. Pick your winner right now. Winner? Yes. Of what? Best picture. Oh, best picture? Yes. Mm, Not you Oppenheimer. Know, and we don't have to know the nominees, but just pick, you know. Oppenheimer. Yeah, I'll go with Oppenheimer. Yeah. Oppenheimer. Now, maybe it's because I just watched it last night. But I Anatomy think I think Anatomy of a Fall has a sneaky good chance. Mm-hmm. Because I think if you look at it. I don't like, blame you. Killers of the Flower Moon and Oppenheimer. Yeah. Like these two big titans. Exactly. exactly. Anatomy can just sneak in the back door and be like, oh. Can I ask you where you watched Anatomy of a Fall? I watched. I paid for it. I rented it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, like where? on Xfinity. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, at home. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, like in the living room, oh. in your bedroom. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, is that the question? In great de- I, like, Were you in your room on so your you bed? Watched, I guess what's on your phone, you on your iPad? Did you rent it off of? Oh, yeah, off of Xfinity. Okay. Yeah. I'm asking because I was concerned. I was like, before. You like, try to do it too. I wanted to watch it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 A, it is a very good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, no, I watched it in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> it was socks 10 o'clock. Socks I was butt naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, like, you tell him where you watched it. And be like, Mark is like, no, no. I saw you. He's like, no, I Popcorn, I no popcorn. I, 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 was in, I was in the bushes. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting on the couch. Uh, <laughs> spread eagle, everything. Oh, shit. <laughs> Temperature was a cool 65. Yeah, spread <laughs> eagle. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, but yeah, uh, on Xfinity though. Okay, yeah. I was surprised it won Best Screenplay. That was surprising. I thought that would go to like Oppenheimer or like Barbie or something. 
Oh. I think, well, I think it might be on Amazon too, actually. Mm-hmm. I will check. I'll I was going to say, because yeah, I'll rent it. Anywhere you can buy movies, I'm sure it's on there. Alec? Yeah. Would you say that maybe they gave it to an Anatomy of the Fall because they were like, we have to give them something. We can't just. I mean, they already won Best Foreign Film. Oh, so, you're right. Uh, well, uh, maybe they're, because sometimes they're like, yeah, okay, so we got to give them at least Amazon. two Cooper. or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll rent it when I get mm-hmm. home. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, it, yeah it's interesting, though. It's a very, it's a, it's a very good script. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be too surprised if it took home best screenplay at the Oscars, but I'll just I I won't spoil it. Um, but what you haven't seen it either, have you? Okay, but so yeah, I won't spoil it. But there's a uh, Alec, you'll know where like you know. Uh, <laughs> um, there's a scene in there where like it 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 kind of like fully, and you're like oh. And I could see why it won best screen the screenplay. The uh, huh. uh, certain scene where they're they're doing a thing huh. in the kitchen. That one, and then also huh. um, the, the, the certain cut in there. That's like, damn. Well, yeah, that cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. But then you know, as we as we continue, there's a there's a character that really kind of like changes the complexion of mm-hmm. of what happens. Hmm. And I think you you think I do yeah I know what yeah. you're talking about yeah yeah it was just it was just to me that was like that was great like writing mm-hmm. and so that's why I feel like there's a chance that it could could you know win but yeah no spoilers I get that for sure yeah mm-hmm. you'll enjoy it Marcus thank you yeah I'm not forward to it. Not I was like oh okay <laughs> I, I was I was really trying to like figure out how I could tiptoe around like not spoiling it that's fair spoiler I'm gonna spoil it all right no I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I I will say though, when when that came on, I'm like, what the The best use of that song I've ever heard. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Uh, I'm like, there's no way. You'll definitely know what it is when when you see it. I'm like, of of all people to get (laughs) name dropped (laughs) in this fucking movie. I was like, all right. I need, to, I need to know the, the thought process behind that. Right? Yeah. I would like to know why they chose that particular song. Because he's blasting that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and it was. And I was like. Oh, yeah. And the fucking dog. The best dog actor I've ever seen. And his and his name, too. Yeah. Once I, once I heard the name and then the song, I was like, oh, God. All right, Pops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, oh, yeah. Marcus. I was like, what the fuck? What's going on? What is this? What is this bullshit? No, don't do that because you haven't even seen it. Don't be rude. <laughs> don't be rude. It's just what the audience is, don't, don't is what rude. the listeners are thinking. That's not what they're thinking because uh, they've yeah. they've seen it probably. Half and half. The good ones have seen it. Well, you're good too. He's not. <laughs> 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 see this, Jonathan? <laughs> are you actively avoiding it too? Huh? Are you actively avoiding? No, I'm not film? active. Uh, I just haven't had Jonathan time. Actively so I'm avoiding gonna... good movies. <laughs> <laughs> he read watch Candy Cane Lane. Mm. Yeah, son so. of a bitch. I hate you for that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I hate you for a real moon. I mean, yeah, that's understandable too. <laughs> I can't really get bad. Now, now I ha- now I have to come through and cleanse us from these fucking. I do. Horrible. Yeah, I do think Rebel Moon is considerably worse than. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh <my> <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. Wait, hold on, hold on. I will say this, Jamal. Please not this time. But I think we should all recommend a bad movie now because we no, all kind of did it. No. <laughs> No, we can't. Jamal can't handle it. No, I, no, I can't. Because I was ready to turn that fucker off. He's not built like me. No way. Not at all. Built different. Big, di- built different. I, I stand cannot, on business. Cannot do it. 
Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, let's talk about, finally, our top films of the year. Woo! All of the lights. All of, <laughs> all of them. Uh, yeah, so now it's 2024, of course. We're going to talk about our top films of 2023. Woo! I want to I start with our special. Well, actually, what's the... How, what do we think overall of 2023 in terms of cinema? How how was it for you guys? I think it was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I thought it was okay. I think this year might be a little bit better with some movies coming out, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think we had like probably three big ones, and they all came out kind of close to each other a, right. a little bit. But I, I think those, like it was three different movies, but I think they were all, you know, Decent to really good, and then there were some other kind of hidden gems kind of spursed in there too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Marcus. I can't recall the movies that I saw. I think because this year I had a lot personally going on, but the movies that I was able to go catch in theaters, I liked it. I think it was a pretty good year. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. solid year for cinema. I think last year was a bit stronger. Well, last year like- was twenty twenty three. Oh, yeah, you're right. 2022, I mean. I wouldn't do that. At the beginning of the year, I'm like, oh, yeah, this this isn't a new year. (laughs) 2022 was stronger, I feel like, a little bit than uh, 2023. Mm. I feel like there were more consistent bangers coming out back to back. So I just thought of an idea. We take movies from 2022 and we, like, a debate of 2023. And then at the end of this year, we can do 2023 versus 2024. Ooh. Mm-hmm. But so we can start with 2022 versus right. 2023, and we can pick which ones and see which ones we thought were. Right, know. yeah. That'd be pretty that'd be cool. Cool. Do we do the ones that were nominated for Oscars? No, versus, just in oh, general. okay, just in general. Yeah. All, any just of the cinema movies? Okay. in general. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, right. yeah, you, who wants to start? Me. Top 10. Since I know y'all gonna dog on my picks already and all that. I can feel it. Go ahead, Marcus. Nigga. Just so you. <laughs> Let our special guest start. Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Actually, can I see your list uh, no. for the movies that came out for the year? <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't look at it yet. Oh. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just you trying to look. You've seen two. Oh. <laughs> They're both good movies. <laughs> oh, do you have a little ranking? I do. How did, wait, what, what did you put it in? Like in like some. A letterbox, dude. Oh, because it's, you got the pro version. No, you can do that for. Yeah, the basic one. You can make all playlists on there. You don't need to probe for it. Yeah. Because I had I had went like to notes on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Oh, <laughs> We're old school. school. We're old school. Okay. Get back to me. <laughs> I'll go first then. Because yeah. we, we know uh, Alex always going to blow us away. Yes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, number one, I put Killers of the Flower Moon. Or should I start from lowest to... Yeah, I'm going to start for lowest to be, even though I, I just came out number one. But, okay. Uh, number 10, I have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I really enjoyed that animated film. Mm-hmm. And then we got number nine, Spider-Man Across the Spideyverse. Of course. You know, it was very hype. It was, you know, so that goes after that. Two back-to-back animations. Um, number eight, Barbie. I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I wouldn't re-watch it again, if it makes sense. I watched it. I technically did watch it like twice, but you know, 
once was probably like enough for me. It didn't do the same effect as it did the first time around. Mm-hmm. But I was still, you know, pretty much enjoyed it. So I put that. That's why I put Barbie at number eight. Some ally you are. Number a- seven. Allegiance like- in. <laughs> number you seven. You don't feel bad like the Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> the Bobby. Uh, number seven. It's a party. Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Definitely enjoyed that. It was early on. I think it was like one of the bigger big budget movies that were in twenty twenty three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was Guardians of the Galaxy. Then number six, I have John Wick Three. Of course, can't forget that. You know, banger. John Wick Four. Three. What do you mean? Oh, four. four. I am so sorry. <laughs> Let's have a movie from like 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Those count too. 19. So John Wick 4. Then number five, The Holdovers. The one that Alec forced me to go watch and then thanked them and cried along with watching it. You were whimpering. Uh, yes. <laughs> the, the, the listeners don't need to know that though. But okay. Number four. We divulge all here. Number four. The Iron Claw. I recently watched it and... It went to my number f- number four spot because. But here's the thing, little bitch. Oh, I know what you did. Oh, you get that movie three and a half. I saw that. <laughs> no, I, I saw that too. I, I I confused it. I confused it. I I when Wait, I was what? reading it. No, because my finger slipped. It didn't. It didn't go with the full four. I didn't notice until afterwards. Mm, okay. Yeah, because I was going. I like can this. believe that. Huh? I will say it is a little tough getting those. Okay, I can, I, can, I can believe. Yeah. that. Yeah, they need to update that. Letterbox, yeah. fix your shit, bro. Because <laughs> I go like this, and then sometimes it doesn't fully go. Maybe y'all got fat fingers. How about <laughs> my my fingers are gonna go to the gym now. <laughs> the CEO Letterbox, y'all, these fingers are fat. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, number four is Iron Claw. Definitely would recommend mm-hmm. ten out of ten. Oh, fuck. Number three. Sorry, <laughs> number three, and this is why I like you know I, I put Iron Claw number four is because number three is gonna be Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One, motherfuckers. Yes, that was every single second of every minute of that film was just so memorable and just had you at the edge of your seat and wanted wanting to watch or I, I at the end of it I didn't even know it was part one, so. Yes, mm-hmm. it was- I I just saw that they are they're removing the part one from now. Oh yeah, they did. It's just called Dead Reckoning now. Is that on Paramount Plus now? It, I think it's. It, I can't remember if it's on there now or it's coming to it soon. Okay, I can't remember. Number two, Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. of course, banger, banger of a movie. And then, like I said, number one was Killers of the Flower Moon, and those were my top ten picks. Nice. Woo. Now, who dares to go next? You, Jamal. Yeah, I'll go. Even though he's still working on it. No, I was just I was just rearranging uh, some stuff. So, for number 10, I have The Covenant. Mm. Number 9, I have Missing. Number 8, I have Barbie. Mm-hmm. Mm. Number 7, I have Air. Number 6, I have John Wick 4. Okay. Number 5, Godzilla minus 1. Wow. Uh, number 4, The Iron Claw. Number three, Oppenheimer. Number yes. two, Killers of a Flower Moon. Mm. And number one, Anatomy of a Fall. Wow. Mm. Look at you. Yeah. Well, I, I find it funny that we both chose the Iron Claw as our number four picks. Pretty good. Well, it's, it's ranked up there. So yeah. I'm going to be honest. Until you said it, I didn't even have it on my list. Oh. Because I forgot that it came out last year. Yeah. So I originally, I had Tetris on here. Ah, uh, um, but I but I took that off, and I was kind of I was kind of debating on the Covenant and Tetris, right? But I'm a I'm a big Jake Gyllenhaal fan, 
and I thought he was really good in that one. Missing, okay, okay. I enjoy kind of just like that genre that, right. that they do, and kind of it was very unique. Yeah, Barbie, I enjoyed Barbie. You know, it, yeah, it's a couple laughs here and there. Right. <clears throat> Sorry, Air because you know I I love Jordans, so I thought that was really interesting, and I liked the cast of it too. I thought that was pretty good. It was a yeah. pretty good cast. John Wick Four, I just liked the action in there. Hell yeah. And I love the kind of that overhead shot that they did, that Woo! old school like video game type look. Yeah. Godzilla minus one, because I love Godzilla. And was, the story was really good on that one too. And the thickums. I'm sorry, what? Uh, what? Uh, what? <laughs> Why are you attracted to Godzilla? <laughs> That's weird. Like, I would never hear Godzilla's yams. That's weird. Godzilla. He, he, he like that gussy. He got that gussy. He like that gussy. That good good. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, the iron, Thickums. the the iron claw. Because I feel like Zac Efron really did a really good job, man, uh, and it's a really good story. It's very sad, and we'll talk about it. Oppenheimer, just because I mean that's that was a spectacle, and they you know this the scene where they're testing the blast. Yeah, I was not. I haven't been on the edge of my seat for something in a while. But then I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I'm fucking like, damn, this shit's crazy. Mm. And then the scene where he's in the gym, just fantastic. Killers of a Flower Moon, that to me felt like Oppenheimer was was like a blockbuster, but Killers of a Flower Moon felt like a movie. Yeah. Something that like. That's a movie. Yeah. Later. You know, where you leave and you're like, yeah, okay. He he whipped his dick out on the fucking table. And it's a cinema. <laughs> there you go. Cinema. <laughs> and then Anatomy of a Fall, to me, it was just like, and it, it was crazy because I went from Rebel Moon where it just couldn't keep my attention, and like Anatomy, I was just hooked from like the very beginning. And it was just, it was just to me, like really good. The writing was fantastic. The acting in there was amazing. Oh, I almost said something. <laughs> but, uh, but another character, too, surprisingly, was like, really good too and it, it just builds up and it just it's just a really solid movie i give that peak cinema too by the way oh wow but i don't think i gave it five stars so i probably need to go back and do that but i'd probably give it five stars my hand slipped when i was trying to do it <laughs> these fat fingers the fat fingers yeah you know y'all got sausage fingers well <laughs> they're one <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> 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 I was glad you stopped yourself. I was glad you stopped yourself. I was glad. Say it. Do it. Got it. This could be. <laughs> Jonathan, get ready. The get ready to cut. Sasha's fingers fills them up a lot better. <laughs> so <laughs> great. You, that'll be cut though. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely will. Marcus, you go. And all right. Pull up my list. So starting at my number ten is Asteroid City. At number nine, I have Talk to Me. At number seven, I have Shin Common Rider. I thought the action in that movie was really fun and mm-hmm. felt almost campy, but also just, I don't know, it was dumb fun. And the action sequences were just like really badass. I was happy that it came out. Let's see. At number six, wait, 10, nine. Wait. Oh, did I skip over eight? I think so. I did. My <laughs> number eight is The Boy and the Heron. My number six is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated movie. My number five is The Holdovers. Number four is May, December. Number three 
is the uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. My number two was John Wick 4, like Jamal said. I think the action was really cool in the minute that, you know, the camera did the cameraing. I, I was in the camera. Yep. I was in the theater and I clenched my chair in my heart and I was just like, I've ascended. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that. It was like that meme of Bobby from King of the Hill where his soul levitates. No, oh, yeah, Lord. Like fucking Joe Rogan. Was, uh, was like, <laughs> yeah. was, I mean, I like the John Wick franchise. It's pretty solid. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. That just felt like something that I haven't really seen in a while. Mm-hmm. And it felt like something that they're trying different. And I, I like that they did that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it filled my gamer boner. <laughs> and at number one, I have Godzilla minus one. Nice. Yes. Nice. Um, it was just a really strong movie. Uh, Alec made fun of me for crying during it. <laughs> crying over Godzilla. Yeah, what's wrong with you? I mean. <laughs> Godzilla was the victim, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when he went into the water and then the froze, that was hilarious. It's like you hit the reset button on your computer, it just stops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Man, if, that was a good movie. If I can, I think what really captivated captivated me the most about Godzilla was mm-hmm. the human aspect of the main character that we follow. I think the way that they portrayed like his mental anguish and everything he was going through was kind of like it felt like a horror sequence in and of itself because it most of it's probably spoiling taking place at night when he's having this confession scene with the girl that's living with him. Mm. And I think personally that moment's kind of hard because you know, you should be resting at night, but obviously it's clear that he can't really catch a break that Mm. this breakdown that he has. I was just like, fuck dude, that was perfect. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was Mm -hmm. surprisingly like for a Godzilla movie, the story was, it was, it was, it was amazing. You felt I watching it. I felt damn, I fucking, he's going through it. And I fucking was like, yeah, I, I'm right there with you, man. Like, Why can't people stop dying? Yeah, like, it was it was really good though. Yeah, it was, it was really mm-hmm. good. The power of Godzilla and this goddamn blast and goddamn gussy. Excuse you, Godzilla. Godzilla. Godzilla's gussy and his yams. And yeah, <laughs> Jonathan is attracted to Godzilla. No, oh, oh. thick as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me to send y'all a picture of that. Nope. (laughs) Nope. You have it saved on your phone? He's got fucking Godzilla's dick or something. (laughs) It was like, like, I got that that comic panel of Godzilla and Nikes doing the Jordan. (laughs) That was a good one. Uh, All right, Alec. Yeah. Time for you to list off a bunch of movies that we've never heard of. Yep. Hold on, it's only 37. <laughs> <laughs> blow us away with your uh, Kino knowledge. Hold on. <laughs> but wait, wait, yeah, I'm going to blow past 37 movies real quick, now. I'll get to my top 10. <laughs> Scrolling. All right, Scrolling. number 37, Infinity Pooh. <laughs> number 36. He's air. not joking, Wait, guys. oh, wait, are you really good? <laughs> yeah, I am. Well, how did you write top 10? <laughs> and then, and, and, I didn't want to look up. <laughs> I'm not going to go into detail on them until, okay. you know. All He's right. an overachiever. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, number 37, Infinity Pool. Number 36, Air. First of all, that should be higher. I'm just saying. Air? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Air. Uh, a suitable Flesh, uh, number 35. Uh, number 34, Yellow Door, 90s Lo-Fi Film Club. 33, Husera, The Bone Woman. 32, Priscilla. Number 31, The First Slam Dunk. I'm surprised you have actually Priscilla that low, though. You think mm. so, yeah? 
I had to watch it again. Well, because I do like it a lot, and I hate to cut you off because uh, yeah. I was. It was another one that I was thinking about watching last night too. Mm-hmm. So I'll watch it, and then we can discuss. Yeah. Number thirty, Asteroid City. Twenty nine, Bruiser. Number twenty eight, Teen Titans. Honestly, Teen Titans. What the fuck? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. Twenty seven, Blackberry. Twenty six, Creed three. Twenty five, An Anime of a Fall. I think I'll change that to be higher though. On second rewatch, because I feel like the first time I watched it, it was a tad bit slow to get going. A little bit, but I understand it was building. It was like, you know, building the building blocks mm-hmm. for the story. So I feel like a second watch, it'll be a lot higher for me. I do love the rest of the film. And again, the, the courtroom and stuff is really great. They, oh, God. They do a they're the, the scene where they're talking mm-hmm. and it's like. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, that shit is. That mm-hmm. shit is great. Big. Yeah. Number 24, John Wick, Chapter 4. Barbie, number 23, 22, Bo's Afraid, 21, Rye Lane, 20, When the Evil Lurks, number 19, They Clone Tyrone. After <laughs> 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 that, that filled that black exportation void that I need so bad in my life every single day. <laughs> <laughs> number 18, Guardians of the Galaxy, volume 3, number 17, The Killer, 16, The Boy and the Heron. Number 15, How to Blow Up a Pipeline. Number 14, Godzilla Minus One. 13, Shin Godzilla. Number 12, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. I will not say part one because that's not the title anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Number 11, Talk to Me. And now the top 10. Number 10, The Holdovers. Yeah. Great film. Number nine, Society of the Snow. I really like that. That movie impacted me more than I thought it would. Number eight, Poor Things. Uh, number seven, Oppenheimer. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> number six, May, December. God bless that movie. <laughs> number, five. number five, The Zone of Interest. Number four, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Number three, Past Lives. Number two, The Iron Claw. And number one. Number one, Killers of the Flower Moon. Okay. Yeah, and then, so, you know, like, Iron Claw was top five. Like, I was like, yeah, this is a top five movie for me, for sure. Then, well, really, it's at home to, like, really up that upper echelon of the last, like, 15 minutes. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask you if mm-hmm. your top five were difficult to put in their position, or was it just unanimous? Not really unanimous, because I feel like Zone Edge was very new. I watched that yesterday, so. uh, Yeah, like, the... I feel like Killers of Fashion Past Life was up there for a long time. As I'm number one for a while. So that came out like really early in the year. So that was like number one for a while. Then Spider-Verse was there too. Then Killers of Flower Moon took the number one spot. So yeah, the Ironclaw and his own interests took those spots pretty fast and very recently. To the listeners, I'm only asking because he went so in-depth with his 37 that I was like... <laughs> The top five is obviously your most important <laughs> because your list wows us more than everyone. Yeah. It blows us out the water. <laughs> yeah, you were naming shit, and I was just like, yeah. what, the fuck is "What the fuck is this? Shit? <laughs> Fucking uh, how to blow up a pipeline? How to blow up this bussy? You mean <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? That probably is like the most out of pocket title in your list. You know, you telling me uh, the first slam dunk? That's barely a title. What is that? It's a, a- anime. About oh, okay. basketball, yeah, very, uh, very good, uh, very good sports film. 
I just now my list is just mainstream, mainstream, mainstream. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't mean to make it. I just sorry to flex on y'all. And then, yeah, and then talking Alex, about Infinity Pool. Yeah, Alex, <laughs> Alex is just shit from fucking Afghanistan. Oh yeah, the, the weirdest one. I guess the weirdest title here is Yellow Door '90s Lo-Fi Film Club. I thought that was like two fucking things. No, nah, that's one movie. It's, it's actually a documentary about it. the the director of Parasite, Bong Joon Ho. He used to have this. Did film. he die? No, he's still very much what? alive and well. Somebody from the movie died. No, that was, that was the, one of the actors. The, oh. uh, the rich the rich father, he passed away. The director of Parasite, Bonnie Hill, had a documentary about him and his uh, film club when he was a, a student. And they're just talking about like their experiences because Korea didn't have like a, a big film industry by when he was coming up in like the like the mid nineties to late nineties. And then when he was coming up, like they started like yeah, having kind of like having this revolution in Korean cinema. So it's kind of like about his, him navigating that and making his own short films. That does and, sound really interesting. Yeah, it's very good. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix movie. What was it called? The Lo- Yellow Door 90s Lo-Fi Film Club. This is, yeah, just type in Yellow Door. You'll, I'm sure you'll find it on there. Now, how racist is that? How? What's the name of it? Yellow Door. Oh, God. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> hey, he walked, I, I, he I, walked I, into that one. There's a reason. Like, I did. I didn't. But there, there, there's an yeah. actual reason why it's called Yellow Door. Not, I, I'm not sure. That. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Yeah, we gotta cut up so much Stop of that. It, mister. <laughs> that one's funny though. But uh I think uh, yeah, I liked uh, a lot of these. You saw Talk to Me, right, Jonathan? Yes, I have. Yeah, it is. That was a great film. And uh, what is what is Talk to Me? It's a horror an Australian horror film. Oh I might. We're gonna yeah, die actually, die. <laughs> I, oh, I actually got it on a uh, 4K Blu-ray. Ooh, look at you. Good for you, man. High five. Yeah, <laughs> but me and my sausage fingers. <laughs> but basically, it's about about this young this young woman, and she has a group of friends that go to this party. And there's is like it, a, is it this one? No, not that one. Not Don Cheeto. <laughs> <laughs> not Don Cheeto. <laughs> but yeah, it's about this young woman that yeah, she has a kind of comes across this haunted hand. And it, and when you when you say when you grab it and you say talk to me, the hand possesses you, and you got to hold on to it for like a couple of seconds. And if you go longer than that, it haunts you. And guess what? It haunts you because she kept her hand on it for a little bit longer than she's supposed to. And yeah. now they have to deal with the repercussions. <laughs> but yeah, it's very good, very visceral, kind of like uh, kind of like Evil Dead esque. Yeah, it's got a little bit of, to it. Yeah, at times. And uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. it like. Yeah, I just loved how visceral and the acting was amazing, and yeah, the editing choices were great, and the ending was just like makes you go, "Wow!" Like, yeah, that, that's a very unique way to end a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I didn't really expect, but was, yeah, I'm excited for when they do the second one. Kind of catches you off guard the ending. Mm-hmm, it does, yeah. And but yeah, I do recommend I, because I do recommend Society of the Snow. I feel like you guys would enjoy that a lot. Society of the Snow. Mm-hmm. So. Surprisingly, my my parents are watching it because they just watch anything that comes out of Netflix. Yeah, I think so they enjoy that too. It's like very... they, so they watched it. They watched it in Spanish though. So I was like, oh okay. I mean, that's a that's the that's the language to watch it in. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. It's like Spanish Uruguay. Oh okay, yeah. interesting. Okay. Can't do it. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, did you watch a whole? Is your number one film the German? <laughs> Wait, Anatomy of Falls in German? No, they speak yeah, English. They, they speak they speak French, German, and and uh, English. Yeah, they, they they go back and forth. But it's a technically like a French German production. Yeah, real quick, I love some of the shots, like the cinematography in there, mm-hmm. where they stay wide 
instead of you know usually us Americans get in there, but like mm-hmm. they stay wide in like some of the shots and they hold on it like a little long. And I'm like I like that. Yeah, like it, it just feels different. They do that on a. My third favorite film, Past Lives, they do that there, mm. especially towards the end of the movie. And I was like, "You ever had a, you ever had a, a love in your life where, where you're like, what could have been? Mm. We could have had that, could have, could have had that, yeah, could have had that relationship. That's gonna hit you hard. You found in love with someone, but it's like you, the circumstances couldn't, you couldn't be together. So yeah, that's the, the kind of movie you need in your life. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's my top ten. Nice. Loved all these movies. All right, nice. Well, that's the that's the top ten right there, and then yeah, I think I think like us doing like a battle of twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three mm-hmm. could be interesting. And with us pretty soon doing video, uh, yeah, spoiler alert, yeah, yeah, like that'll be interesting too. But uh, now we can talk about the Iron Claw. Iron Claw. Iron Claw. I gotta do it. Uh, I'm gonna do it on Marcus real quick. <laughs> yeah, tap out, tap out, tap out, tap out. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Tom the Sawyer, Iron yeah. Claw. <laughs> Kevin, yeah, let's talk about the Iron Claw real quick. This movie it's directed by what's his name, Sean Durkin, and Sean Durkin directed the film, produced by well, distributed by A twenty four, just say. And it's about a true story of the inseparable Von Erich brothers who made history in the intensely competitive world of professional wrestling in the early nineteen eighties. Through tragedy and triumph under the shadow of their domineering father and coach, the brothers seek larger-than-life immortality in the biggest stage in sports. So yeah, it's a wrestling, it's a wrestling biopic film. What did you guys think of it? Yeah, Mark, you haven't seen it, right? Nope. Okay, cool. Are you, are you going to see it? Yeah. So do you want us to... Spoilers do spoiler not bother free? me. Okay. You guys can go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> Wait, spoilers don't bother you? No, because they don't really take away from like my experience of actually watching it. You could tell oh. me what's gonna happen, but if I don't if I don't see the build up to that thing, then that then the punch is nothing. Okay. Mm. That's my view on spoilers anyway. Okay. So an anatomy of a fall, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Um I enjoyed it. To me it was like <laughs> so I knew I knew of the Von Eric story going in. Mm-hmm. I knew of Carrie and well yeah I, I knew I knew the story. Texas tornado. Yeah. And to me, it's super sad of just, you have this wrestling family <laughs> and, and, you know, Fritz just wants the, he just wants the NWA championship mm-hmm. to be in the family. And we start with Zach Efron, who to me was fantastic. Uh, I agree. He, he was so good, like in the role and he comes across almost like childlike in a sense, in, in some yeah. ways. And, you know, he starts out as kind of like the favorite, which there's a scene in there where he's, well, we all know that Kevin's my favorite and then Carrie and then you. And, yeah, then David. Yeah. Uh, and, and Mike is dead last. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I that that always was, changes. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. Because I'm sure parents do have a favorite. And just him at the breakfast table, them just eating like pancakes and fucking uh, bacon. Well, they don't say that loud. Yeah. <laughs> a good parent doesn't. But yeah, like overall, to me, it was like really good. The story was fantastic. My only knock on it is like the casting of like other wrestlers, like Bruiser Brody. Like they had some short, chubby man. You don't think he was good? No. No? 
And, and I thought you got to talk about Ric Flair. Well, yes, yeah. the, mm. the, the Flair one was horrible. Yeah, I, I, I was. Yeah, I've, actually, I forgot about him. Question, question. <laughs> Do you think Ric Flair would be displeased with the choice that they chose? I think for him? so, one hundred percent. Because I can understand, you know, Bruce Brody. That's he's old, different, right? You know, he's 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 an From opposing a different generation. Yeah, yeah. but like mm. Ric Flair, you should be able to study, right? And you should be able to pick up his movements, his voice. Like, you have to have supreme charisma to play mm. Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, yeah, Flair would probably tell you himself, no. You gotta it ain't it. me. Yeah, you got to bring it. Woo! Uh, Woo! And so, like, <laughs> like, I can understand if they were going for looks right. and he looked like Flair. Yeah. But he didn't really look like Flair. No, it doesn't. So then in that in that case, then I need I need fucking limousine riding, riding jet flying, you know. S- profiling. Yeah. I need the swag. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was really kind of the only gripe of it. And then what's the name? <laughs> Jeremy Allen White playing Carrie. Oh yeah, that's like when he's four <laughs> two. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? like, he's barely looking over like the top rope. You know, the, the funny thing is like when they, he's wrestling, it was Zach Efron. He's not a tall guy either. Yeah. But like they they like they like put out his stats on the screen at six two. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so so in in that sense I can kind of get that they were going more for the performance. Yeah. Which is fine. I'm just kinda like a stickler for like things like that and like biopics. Mm-hmm. Smaller accuracies and yeah. all that. Okay. But again, if you're gonna give me a good performance, I can look past that. Right. But mm-hmm. like the Ric Flair guy can't look past that because you didn't give me a good performance, <laughs> <laughs> and then you just you just didn't you know you weren't that yeah. good. He but, just came uh, for a paycheck. But the the guy that played Harley Race was like spot on. Yeah, yeah that was like pretty mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. And, and and just like the whole and so then the family just fucking picking getting picked off like flies. Yeah, was that was tough. Mm-hmm. Um, the David one, the one he, David was the one going to Japan, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So David like. At fucking Kevin's wedding, coughing yeah. up blood, and you think, hey, yeah, you probably shouldn't go. Yeah, and then it's just like the like the next scene is just, oh, David's dead. It's whoa, wait, wait, whoa. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then Fritz telling them, nope, don't cry. Take your yeah. glasses off. It's yeah. man, that's their that's their brother. Mm-hmm. And your son. And your son. <laughs> yeah, and your son. Yeah. You know, <laughs> things happen for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, God decided to take away David from us. <laughs> And that's that's his prerogative. Yeah, I was like, damn, he's like, that's... if he care, yeah. <laughs> you gotta think about who's gonna go chip next. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> damn, yeah, it's like the same day, mm-hmm. same like, night. Yeah, he's like, all right. So we need to figure out who's gonna who's gonna go next. I mean, it's damn. And then Michael, you know, Man. Like, he didn't want to he didn't want to wrestle like he at all. To be a musician, and he was really good at it. And then he gets in there, and shit just goes fucking down the drain. <sighs> and then he kills himself. Mm-hmm. It's like fuck, dude. Um, and then Carrie wins the wins the the title. He's about to become a big star. And then he goes out. And and it, to me, it's it's too. It's like you see your brother drinking, and you yeah. and, and you just let him like oh, I'm gonna go for a ride. Mm-hmm. All right, be safe. And then he fucking like in the middle of the night or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> and then I love how they I love how they they didn't show his yeah. leg. Yeah, but you knew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so you see him getting up, and then you see the scrapes and stuff on his back. You're like, yeah, he got fucked up. But then if you didn't know what happened, and then you see him walking in the kitchen, it's the like, uh, yeah. I remember, yeah, my theater was like, <gasps> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. my theater was like, 
Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was pretty sad. Golly. Yeah. And then like that just the fucking the phone call with him and 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 Jeremy Allen White. Yeah, yeah. Where he's just yeah. he's like, man, I I can't do it. Yeah. And it's like mm-hmm. it's fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know you know it's coming. And what's the name knew it was coming. Yeah. And that's why he call, you know he calls Fritz and he's hey you need to watch Keep an him. Eye on him. Yeah. And then Fritz is just like that's between you two. Figure it out. It's like what? Yeah, a dickhead little man. Like, this is like your son is calling you about your other son, who was supposed to be your second favorite, and like he's telling you like, hey, he's not doing good. You need to watch him. He's like, nah, that's between y'all two. Bye. It's what the fuck? Top tier villain of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Christ, man. Come on, dude. And so then, yeah, him fucking just laid out behind the tree, and it's just jeez. That's devastating to look at. I give yeah. it. I give it a. I give it a, I give it a, I give it a peak for sure, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it, and I think like, and if we said this before, I think this opens up the door for like more like wrestling biopics that you could do. Yeah, like obviously Ric Flair will definitely get one. <laughs> He'll get his vengeance. He'll get yeah. <laughs> He'll play himself as like old Ric Flair. <laughs> that man needs to stay out the ring. Yeah, he does. <laughs> But his story is pretty, like, you, you couldn't tell a lot with his story. Yeah, the racism, that's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but uh, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> and, and, then, and then for sure, Vince should definitely get one. And then I think, and I was thinking about it after I was leaving, I was like, Kurt Angle definitely should get one too. Because his, uh, his story is pretty interesting. Chavo Guerrero's in the movie, and he did, like, the consulting on the wrestling yeah. for Iron Claw. So, and then apparently he's been talking about doing an Eddie Guerrero biopic. I would like to see that. Which I would love mm, to see, because yeah. Eric Guerrero was one of my favorites growing up. I'd like to see that. Yeah. And I, and, I think, and I think with it being a wrestling movie, too, like, the wrestling did look good. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it, it could be, it could be, like, ready to rumble. Well, and I like ready to rumble. <laughs> Damn, put it but, throwback. But like, it could, you know, like it could come off the tracks like real quick. Mm-hmm. But I think they did a, a, a really good job at it, though. Yeah, so yeah, I'd give it a peek. Nice, nice. What about you, Joe? Man, what can I say about it? I mean, that Jamal hasn't said already. You know, that movie. As a person who isn't into wrestling and like specifically that type of wrestling, I I didn't know anything about it. Well, except what you guys have told me. So I kind of brought my siblings also to watch it. And I didn't tell oh, them God. anything about it. I didn't tell them. <laughs> Little Jay. Yeah. I didn't tell them a, anything about it. Traumatizing the young. Yes. A nice post-Christmas treat. <laughs> so we went to go watch it. And I'll just say this out there. Make sure when you watch it, you watch it somewhere comfortable and all that, you know, that, yeah, and somewhere nice. Because when I went to go watch it, my siblings, the theater wasn't as up to par. So it was a little bit hard to hear. And then aside from that, me and my sister got scared because right up until that part of where Carrie, you know, off himself, we hear a door or something going on outside of the theater. Door just opening and closing and and all that. So me and my sister were looking at each other. If somebody comes up in here and starts popping things off, we're like, I'm looking behind me. I'm like, okay, there's an exit back there. So we're running out of here because (laughs) like the the movie had had us already at the edge. Oh, my God. And then we just hear like somebody either trying to get in or something like like you know there's movement yeah. going on so mm-hmm. we just got scared. But um, other than that, you know, man, it was really really great. Like the way that these um, these great actors had this chemistry between them, you could really feel like the love of like family of between them and like that brotherhood and everything. And um, 
And I just thought, you know, Zac Efron did, did, uh, did a really good job of being that older brother. Of You know, I just want to be my brothers. You know, what, 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 what do you want to be when you grow uh, you know, have you know, just be as long as I can be with my brothers. Have, like, you know what I mean? Have ribs with my brothers. Yeah, <laughs> that that scene, uh, the scene at the end where like all of them, you see what's the name on the oh, boat, and then yeah. and then little Jack and everything. Yeah. God damn it, that doesn't got me. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then like when he's sitting there with his kids. Yeah, and he's all, I miss my brothers. I, I don't. Yeah. I'm not a brother anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, that's you know what I mean. That's fucking tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fucking tough. He was yeah. Zach was really good. He could he could sneak in. I would hope so. Yeah, I would yeah, love for him. I mean, to like sneak he in. could, he could sneak yeah. in, and I wouldn't even, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'd not be mad at all. Is that little recognition would help? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, yeah, everybody did a powerful performance, and the fact that I knew what was gonna happen before watching it, like kind of like what Marcus said of like sometimes spoiling it does get me a little bit, but that movie knowing what was gonna happen kind of enhanced the experience a little bit. Of oh man, that's how it happened, or oh man, you know it still it still had me going through it and following it and everything. It was it was it was good. It was mm-hmm. amazing. I gave it peak for sure. Alec, yeah, I thought it was a phenomenal movie. It was um, felt like uh, guys ever seen the movie? Oh, heard the movie Foxcatcher? It was the yeah. yes. also yeah. a wrestling movie too, mm-hmm. and it had that same like kind of a, different type of wrestling. Yeah, yeah. different kind. Of, yeah, definitely like more amateur, amateur. wrestling. Yeah, uh, but uh, had that same like kind of intensity. You know, like the some of the camera choices were kind of similar to it, the color mm-hmm. grading a little bit too, and uh, felt like it, the whole movie takes place from Zac Efron's perspective. And you see, you see him like like Jamal says, kind of like starts off a little bit more innocent. Not exactly, he's not dumb mm-hmm. at all. He's more, he more. You can tell he was like, kind of like sheltered a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He he doesn't follow as many social cues as probably like his older, like not older brother, but yeah, David, his brother. Yeah, does he's more David's more the the extrovert. He's more he has the more the mic skills. He can he can talk up a crowd and everything like that. Yeah, but but yeah, but. His character Kevin was more was like more skilled in the ring. It was very much more about more about the technical aspects of wrestling, mm-hmm. and like just to see in him exactly from starting off as that, and then for him to go out the field, just like basically just like gets more painful and painful as the movie goes on to the point where it's where it's okay. The Von Eric curse is real. I'm gonna I'm gonna go sleep and. This office and yeah. stay away from my kid as much as possible, and I, I even go as far as to change my kid's last name. Yeah, I don't want that name to be on him because you know that name carries like death pretty much, and it's, it's devastating to watch and hit and pretty accurate display of like depression too with him just like laying there in bed like just motionless, not really, yeah. like, not really being really wanting to do anything, not paying attention not to paying like attention. His, to yeah. his wife, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like you're just in your zone and you can't really think of anything else. It's like it's very understandable why, because it's like you're watching your whole family die around you. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just like the ending overall, the yeah, them basically going to that peak into the afterlife yeah, when they're the brothers. Yeah, that that yeah, that got me. It was very yeah, very 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 touching. Beautiful stylistic yeah, very big, choice yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah beautiful stylistic choices throughout this whole movie. The way they did the dissolves around like their faces that yeah. they're in the in the in the back room locker room, and yeah, the cut from the trying to decide who's gonna take on the belt after David died, 
and it cuts straight to like Jeremy Allen White. That was good. Mm-hmm. The coin flip. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and then David like hanging out, like the ghost of David hanging out in the back while his mom watches. Yeah, that was, that was struck, and I didn't really notice it until the last couple of seconds. I was like, oh shit, yeah. he's right there. And I, like, I thought yeah. it, I thought it was just like another one of the brothers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then when she looks back and then he's gone, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh. Yeah, that was strong. <laughs> yeah, a lot of yeah. I wouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't such a tough year, I put Sean Durkin, the director of this movie, up there as best director because he did some made some really strong choices that evoked so much emotion without calling too much attention to itself. Do you think it has a chance to to sneak in for best picture? Maybe seems mm. I don't know because it's weird because they released the movie pretty late, like pretty much at Christmas, mm-hmm. and say like a movie like Past Lives came out like way earlier in the year. So they, I feel like A24 are kind of like putting their putting their eggs on that one mm. to take more most of the gold. Uh, but yeah, I feel, I don't know. Remember that like grassroots campaign last year for that one actress where it's like... Oh, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of people were kind of like hyping up uh, this actress in that one film. That, that yeah. They called like celebrity friends. Yeah, they called like celebrity that, yeah. friends. They called a lot of them like host screenings and all that. And yeah, I feel like if they did something bad for that guy, for I him, hope that'd be so. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, would, I would like to see him get a nomination. Yeah, he, that'd be he, cool. he yeah. definitely deserves it. I don't think he's ever got a nomination, right? Oh no, he yeah. he's been working. Should have got it. one for uh, High School Musical, but that's just me. Hollywood wasn't ready for that. Yet. <laughs> yeah, High School Musical three shit. <laughs> I, 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 I those walls like it was Inception. That was crazy. Bet on it, bet on it, bet on it, bet on it. I do think Zac Efron is you know long due for like at least a nomination by oh, yeah. now. You know mm-hmm. he he's been really trying to get his name out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Got jacked as shit. I think I think bro. He'll get it. Yeah, <laughs> I think he'll get it. I think I would I would love for him to. Did yeah. you guys see the the interview where Jeremy Allen White was like I was I was hated being in scenes with him because I look so scrawny or you know not as muscly compared to him. Or well, something he's, like that. he's he's what five two. Yeah, he's five, 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 six around like He's there. not a big dude anyway. But I mean, he's he's pretty shredded. Yeah, no, yeah, no. He said he he's in that Calvin Klein ad. <laughs> no, is you're it? the only oh. one. That's my coworker. I want to see my. <laughs> oh yeah, that Calvin Klein ad. We're walking around uh, <laughs> Chicago looking shredded as shit. No. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. he's not like he's a super small guy either, but he is short, so yeah. it makes him look and compared, yeah. especially to, compared to the real guy, like shit. Yeah, that's Hercules. How yeah. tall is that compared to him? Probably five, six, five, seven. Let's find there. out. Not super tall. Zach Efron probably five ten, maybe. Nah, not five ten. Zach Efron's not five ten. No, he's shorter. Six. Than that. Oh, shorter. Yeah, no. He's shorter than that. What? Ain't no. I way. mean, that's because he's like, he's built. He's five eight. He's five eight. He's five okay. eight. Oh, he's wow. also, See, I was close. Because he's like built. That's makes surprising. Him, it makes I, him look bigger, but yeah. And he's thirty six. Thirty six. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's just been like the way he's been framed in movies. He just looks taller. Oh, yeah, they always do. Well, Except and, when he was in the movie with The Rock. Yeah. Because what's the name is 5'7? Jeremy Allen White. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm he, he's shorter. he's definitely not 5'7, though. Yeah, he has, that, he has that Dustin Hoffman like tininess. He's, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's not 5'7. That Al Pacino. Like, he's like, you can tell he's a tiny, tiny man, but he displays himself with such, I don't know, power. When Al Pacino crawls. Yeah. <laughs> or waddles. <laughs> waddles over to his Dunkachino. <laughs> but yeah, I love that. I would give it um, yeah, I'll give it a peek as well. Nice. I love that movie. Do you think, out of the two wrestling movies so far, The Wrestler and this one, mm-hmm. which one is better? Yeah, I know they're different. Like, The Wrestler is kind of a more, I, I guess you can say, kind of more true depiction of, you know, like the, the older stars. They're still kind of yeah. hanging on. That was Mickey Rourke? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. That was a great one. <laughs> which one, the better film, you say? Yeah. 
I had to rewatch it. I haven't seen the wrestling in a long time, so I had to rewatch that one. But I'm probably more emotionally, I'll probably say the Iron Claw. From so, what you guys said about Iron Claw, I kind of feel like it's a really strong contender. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had to rewatch is. the wrestler, though, to fully answer that question. But yeah. I did the wrestler, I guess, just with like his own, like you said, like him trying to fight for relevancy mm-hmm. and like the lengths that he's willing to go to try to keep it. It is kind of like, it is sad to see that like the, the, the lengths they're willing to go to make sure that they maintain it. Or that they have to go to maintain it. Mm-hmm. Now, the wrestling lifestyle is hard. Mm-hmm. Follow up question: Do you think we'll see more wrestling biopics? I believe so. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, so. I think yeah. so. Yeah, like I said, I like to see the Eddie Guerrero one, and uh, God, 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 or God forbid, fucking the Chris Benoit biopic. I, I wanted to say that, but I didn't want to be the one to bring it That'd up. That'd be fucking insane. That would you be insane. <laughs> But I mean, wrestling is also a sport, right? So I mean, they'll probably start introducing it into the yearly sports films that come out. I can see that. Okay. Called the Crippler. Oh God! Like imagine, like that. imagine that rabid Wolverine. That's like the fucking opening, yeah. like in the fucking title. <laughs> Don't do that to me. I'll, I'll be, I'll be cheering like it's a Marvel movie. <laughs> Everybody see us looking at you all weird. <laughs> And, and, and then they start with You're the, cheering. the gym and the, the head like smashed in the weight machine or hung or whatever oh, you God, did. Oh, God, that'd be yeah. insane. Like, yeah, that'd be... Yeah, but I feel like the Eddie Guerrero biopic will be a lot more a little sad, but yeah. more fun to watch <laughs> in a way. The Chris, <laughs> than a Chris Benoit Chris biopic. Benoit biopic. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think Eddie Guerrero Wolverine, got a, rabid yeah. Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> I think Eddie Guerrero got an amazing story, so I'd like to see that. I'd like to see, yeah, I'd like to see an Eddie one. Mm-hmm. I think you can pencil in Vince for sure. Definitely Vince. That's, and a, I think, that's a saga. I, th- I, think that could, <laughs> I think that could be a good show. Ooh. Yeah, it could, yeah. Because I feel like there's so much that you could touch on with him where it's just you kind of almost would have to like speed through a bunch of stuff with a, for a movie. Because like, you could go real de- in-depth on the steroid trial, like the creation of WrestleMania, Hulkamania. His hatred of sneezing. His hatred of sneezing. <laughs> ketchup on steak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Wait, he puts ketchup on steak? Yeah. He's, oh. a, he's an interesting man. But you know what I mean? There's so much that you could that you could touch on with that. Right? You know, I didn't know much. Like, I watched wrestling growing up, but I wasn't as in-depth as, like, this guy and our friend is. Mm-hmm. I remember they showed me the video where he he faked his death. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got into an exploding car. And then, the yeah. next week. Hey, Christian was a killer. So yeah, so I had to come back out of, yeah. out of my hut <laughs> for take out that whole storyline. Yeah. I just, I was just like, man, bro, wrestling is so crazy. Wait, what do you call the movie? Uh, no Chance in Hell. I think so, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's got to, it's got to be No Chance in Hell. Mr. McMahon, Vinnie Mac, Vinnie Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the money. Here comes Fuck the money. Oh God, uh, the, Shane, the Shano biopic. What's what's the grape grapefruits? Oh yeah, grapefruit. Yeah, yeah. grapefruits. But I think no chance in hell would be that'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> or it's either going to be no chance in hell or Mr. McMahon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. <laughs> Obviously, you call uh, Eddie's Latino Heat. Oh yeah, of course, that was absolutely. Oh yeah, or or lie cheat still. Yes, that'd, uh, that'd be pretty. Yeah, good. that'd be cool. You know who I saw them uh, fan casting Eddie Guerrero? Guess who? Michael Pena. <laughs> that, that, that's somehow worse than who that's was, offensive who we, Wait. <laughs> I'm about to say Marcus as a Mexican is offended right now. this is what you get with the live <laughs> live and in color 
That's fine, but I just yeah, it's my opinion. I mean, he he's it's either him or the one that always plays the the, the ball headed Mexican guy in every Hector. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. The, the defend the well the, the, the internet wants uh, Pedro Pascal to play Eddie Guerrero. Wow, that, no, that's, that's fucking, just as offensive. That's terrible. That's Michael Pena. I, I can I see mean, it. Kind of looks I like it. looks looks wise. That's probably first of all. He, first of all, Pedro's Chilean. Even though Hollywood doesn't care about ethnicities like that, no, but all brown I, people look the same. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like if you did that, if you did that to the Mexican community, they'll be pissed. And then he's like damn near fifty years old. That's true. <laughs> and I don't think he, I don't think he has the uh, the physique, the physique, or the attitude to play Eddie. Mm-hmm. It, uh, ha- it it would have to be some young because you got to go through the different phases too. So. I got an idea though. Ted Lasso. Oh, mm-hmm. football is life. Yes. Yeah, him. Remember him? Yeah. I could, you know, I'm I not mad at him. that. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at that. Because <laughs> he has just enough of the accent, where uh, like American, where mm-hmm. like he he physically, I can see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. And that million dollar smile, I just like you know? did. Yeah, man, I'm not a I'm not against a, an Eddie biopic. I love it. I think that would be pretty dope. Yeah, you could Ray could probably get one too. Mm-hmm. There's so there's that. so many that Ray could probably, Mysterio. They could probably get one, but I think in and Marcus play Ray Mysterio. Yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's me six one nine. Well, shit, <laughs> booyaka, booyaka. Yeah, somebody would have to play him in an Eddie. Yeah, sure. I mean, he wears a mask all the time. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Someone yeah. short, stocky. Yeah. Be like a monstro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. We want to talk about... Uh, what time are we at, Jonathan? We're at uh, 2.47. Okay, not bad. Talk about some trailers now? Want to talk about one or all of them? We can talk about one or all of them. I've seen Abigail. That's... Okay. Yeah. I would like to talk about Abigail. Uh, Jamal has I'll watch one. Abigail then. Oh God! Okay. Or which one have you seen? Or None. Any, oh, uh, but I will say that I saw one trailer, uh, the ISS one. Oh uh, yeah, that for, movie just came out. Did it? Yeah. Oh, this week or this yeah yeah yesterday. Oh, ISS. Okay. It's like the it's like they're in a spaceship. It's like American America Ariana and the Russia. Is in it. And oh. so they can see that like war is breaking out on Earth. Yeah. And they're all like, you know, they're in the spaceship with the Russians and right, the Americans. Right, right. And they're all like, hey, we were told if some shit pop off, you know, take care of it. And so they, so the Americans was like, well, if we're told that, then what were they told? And so now it's like these motherfuckers are in a spaceship. That sounds, and they yeah. can't trust each other. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. I'm like, they're about to be scrapping in fucking no gravity, <laughs> like in a spaceship. Can you even do that? <laughs> Drown them <laughs> in, in, in like floating water. Yeah, it did look interesting. It that sounds wait, good. is it like floating, floating water? water? <laughs> yeah, well, because water, you know, it just like floats, so they're gonna try to drown them. Yeah, but there's <laughs> <a wave. laughs> it's like a wall of water, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's hilarious. <laughs> but no, yeah, um, I think I think the one I really want to talk about though is Spaceman. I mm-hmm. that, that's the one with Adam Sandler, right? Yes. Okay, so I did see that one too. Mm-hmm. So I would rather talk about that one. We can talk yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Marcus is a guest and he wanted to talk about Abigail. So uh, we can talk oh, about right, right. Oh, yeah. True. Oh, yeah, yeah. That Jonathan just looks so see, happy about it. I, I got your back, Marcus. Let's talk about Abigail. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a couple of days ago you showed it to us. Yeah. I thought it looked fun. 
And oh, I'm really a, excited this is for a it. vampire movie mm-hmm. from the directors of. <laughs> it's interesting because this is from the directors of the screw, the last two screen movies, and stars Melissa Barrera, That's, who was just fired. Right. So mm-hmm. kind of like like a kind of like a fuck you a little bit. From the trailer, I thought. Uh, of, go ahead. Look at his lips. Yeah. <laughs> no, go, go, go. You good? You can work. <laughs> <laughs> um, go ahead. <clears throat> I, I, I like the trailer. I think be, I'm, I'm glad I watched the entire thing, but I guess what I thought originally from looking at the trailer <laughs> was something completely different to find out that it's like a vampire movie and it's like them trying to survive her. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh fuck. I was like, this looks really good. And then you mentioned that it was the directors of the last two screen movies. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, well, I wasn't disappointed. Like I was actually enjoying this. So I was like, I feel like it's going to be in good hands, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I liked it. I think the premise is really goofy. Oh, yeah, for yeah. a good time it's like a, i think it's supposed to be a loose remake of a uh, dracula's daughter so and the character in the movie is dracula's daughter from, <laughs> oh yeah interesting. So, yeah and i'm gonna say so yeah i do i do want to watch this because the, the premise is very fun and i do want to support melissa barrera because i feel like she was done absolutely dirty yeah. on the, the scream the scream franchise so i want to see her succeed and everything all that so Stop putting your fingers in the shape of a beat and licking them. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, go yeah, I, I saw the trailer, Abigail, on like YouTube once. It just popped up and we're like, oh, what movie is this? And like the poster's like kind of like misleading at first. And so when I watched it, I was like, this like is a, not what I thought at all. It was like a ballerina. Yeah, poster, I thought right? it was like a, yeah. like a black swan type mm-hmm. of movie or something. And then I watch it, I'm like, oh, this is nothing what I thought it was going to be. And it looks fun. I, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't convinced at first, but now that you said, well, what was the actress? What, what is it? <laughs> Melissa, Melissa Barrera. Melissa Barrera mm-hmm. uh, is in it. I would probably just go watch it uh, to support, like you said, Alec. Uh, but uh, if it wasn't for that, I, I don't think I would go. But yeah, I think it looked, I think the second they were like, she's a vampire. A ballerina vampire. Yeah, that's what you know. Okay, this movie is gonna be goofy, fun. It's gonna be enjoyable. Oh, also has a Angus Angus Cloud in it. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I believe is, this wow. is this is one of his last. He's in last also movie. Freaky Tales. Yeah, I was about to say I was gonna shout out. Oh yeah, before I was gonna shout out the end, but I'll do it here. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, an actress, uh, Natalia Dominguez. She's in my film going up. Mm. Uh, she's going to be in Freaky Tales, uh, which is premiered. At uh, Sundance the other night, and uh, that stars uh, Pedro Pascal, and it's gonna be and it's a movie set in Oakland, so that's huh. really cool. Yeah, so it's, shout out to her for. They say it's like loosely based off of like Too Short. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's supposed to be like a cop and yeah, <laughs> Freaky Tales. Yeah, yeah Freaky Tales. Uh, yeah, it's a Oakland based crime drama movie. Freaky Tales. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, but shout yeah, the absolute shout out to her dun, getting into dun, a dun, dun. to a big Sundance movie like that. You know who else is at Sundance? Ew. Stop. Wait, who? I'm just asking. Who else is? It? Oh, yeah. Do I know who else? As in Jonathan, get ready to cut the mic. I don't know. I'm just asking. Oh, I forgot. I'm Never mind. Asking. Yeah. Okay. You, know, you said somebody was at Sundance. Sundance. Huh? The, the, she who must not be named. Are we sure she's just not serving popcorn or something? <laughs> she went on the way to Sundance. Is popcorn. she a seat filler? Yeah. <laughs> but she could be lying. She's like, she's like, oh, Pedro. I love you, Pedro. You know, you, I'm just saying. Be my, be my YouTube video. I'm just saying. If I did this, I could go far, too. And that exact, exactly like that? Yeah. But well, she's, she's probably, yeah, I'm just saying. 
Trying to try to turn this wholesome shout out into the <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. You know. But yeah, let's talk about That's the... why I don't use Adobe products anymore. <laughs> We're gonna talk about the trailer for Spaceman. And uh that's a movie about Adam Sandler meeting with the oldest oldest living creature in the, in the universe in space. And he's got some he's got a backstory to him as well. When did the official trailer drop? Not the teaser one. The trailer, like two days ago, I think. Okay. But yeah, I like the trailer a lot. From what I can tell, it looks very, very good. Usually Netflix movies are kind of like, uh, kind of like a very, can be very bad to mid. But then you get some amazing ones, like every once in a while. The trailers look bad to mid? No, like movies? the movies themselves. Yeah, that's fair. It's like a hit or miss with the with Netflix, their projects. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's from the director of the Chernobyl, Chernobyl show. This was was a great show, and I like his style. So I feel like seeing the Adam Sandler another serious drama. Yeah, film is also great because he's an amazing actor. So I'd like to see. Looks very interesting. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the final trailer is the new A twenty four distributed movie called Love Lies Bleeding. It's from the director of a good movie Saint Maud from a few years ago. I still have to watch that one. That was good and a horror film from a couple years ago. It's the director Rose Glass, I believe her name is. She returns. With it, this one stars Kristen Stewart, and it seems like she's a she owns a gym, I believe, and then she meets up with this bodybuilder, and yeah, they fall in love. It looks like, and then then it turns out, oh, Kristen Stewart got an asshole dad that's uh, that's a kind of like a psychopath. So it's gonna be like she's. It looks like he's trying to get back into her life and fuck it up. And Kristen Stewart's, like, you know what? I'm gonna kill my dad. And this about her, her and her bodybuilding girlfriend, you know, trying to kill her dad. <laughs> so yeah what do you guys think of this trailer i don't think you saw java right i i saw bits and pieces of it but mm-hmm. i don't know it, it didn't really call my attention they really okay yeah mm-hmm. to me to me personally i think that's premiering um, at sundance oh in a couple of days i don't know if it premiered or not yeah but yeah you know who else is that sunday <laughs> jesus christ okay what do you think of the trailer <laughs> uh, I, I i didn't i didn't watch it because i thought we were only talking about abigail and spaceman <laughs> right yeah. Well, what did you think of it, Marcus? I know you've watched it. <laughs> I liked it. I like mm-hmm. the I like the grittiness from it. Mm-hmm. Um, it do we do we know the era that like the movie takes place in? Damn, she's fucking jacked. Mm, yeah, she is. <laughs> we said bodybuilder girlfriend. Yeah, I would assume the eighties. Yeah, I was it looks that 80s very. Feel. Yeah, judging uh, out their hair. Yeah, so like I'm kind of looking forward to. I like movies that are like. I don't know. There's like a there's like an appeal to movies that are kind of like set in the 80s with the tone and like the greediness of it. Mm-hmm. I think the with the way it looks, it kind of reminds me personally of of Drive, even though it wasn't mm-hmm. set in the 80s. It just had that underground, you know, dark world type shit. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it, especially seeing Kristen Stewart come back. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's kind of like a noirish kind of feel to it. Yes. Thank you. The yeah. word noir was the word. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I like Kristen Stewart a lot. The last time she was well, the movie I saw, I should say Crimes of the Future. That's about the last time. That or what about that movie where she's like underwater? Under oh underwater? Is it, is it literally called underwater? Yeah. Like the, <laughs> literally oh, called underwater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Good to see her in movies, and Jamal's watching it right now. He is so hyper focused. Like watching that. Uh, <laughs> seems like, seem like the Jack lady turns into uh, She Hulk like towards the end. <laughs> I mean, she's fucking ripped. <laughs> Do you have a thing for That's all you can say. She's a, she's a very, I can't, I can't she's a very more deny. 
I mean, I, I am a Rhea Ripley fan, saying so. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What was that? Yeah. that? She's a very pretty lady, too. Man, that, you know, them steroids is getting to her. <laughs> yeah, probably there's a, like... Oh, well, that's weird. How does that happen? <laughs> it's like it's like a, something that's probably in her head. Oh, maybe. I most likely. <laughs> maybe the, the roids are getting to her. Just watching Jamal watch the trailer right now. It's like a React channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I know that person. Crazy. Yeah, she oh. Did. Oh, damn. Oh, she looks like that? <laughs> what? It's our first look. You got to the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I saw your screen capture that. You were saying. <laughs> That's cinema. That's a lot that, that, right they're, play, they're, they're playing. They're playing patty cake. <laughs> Hell yeah, men being men. Let's wrap up that trailer so we can finish the show. I did. <laughs> you finish this it. is all I need to see. Okay, all right. So Jamal's in. He's gonna watch it. With where it ended, what are your thoughts on it? It looks fantastic. <laughs> I will be in the front it row. Looks <laughs> <fun. laughs> no, it, it looks. No, it looks pretty good. Uh, it looks like it's a lot of chaos going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Anxiety inducing chaos. Yeah, like it just feels, you know, like there's just a it's it's a lot of chaos going on, and it's it's gonna it just seems like chaos is consuming. Yeah, yeah. Next time we have a female guest on, I want you to act exactly like this. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Wait, we've we've had we've had female guests on. Don't feel yeah, but yourself. You're, but you're not like this. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like we like we edge a little bit, but not this this much. Wait, you you edge a I little do. bit? <laughs> Are you not currently edging at this moment? How I mean, dare you not goon for me? <laughs> <laughs> the nice ass, I get what? Hey, wait. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised by my bodybuilding. It's, a, it's tight. A nice shaped ass. <laughs> It's tight. <laughs> they get Ray Ripley in the movie as soon as possible. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but it it does look good though. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like uh, Marcus was saying, like kind of that that eighties grittiness to it, mm-hmm. and it it'll be interesting because I don't have the sound on, so I don't know what the fuck they're saying. So I have to watch it with the sound on. I believe yeah, from like, the trailer, the soundtracks, the song that they were using was like synthwave. Yeah, synthy eighties yeah. vibes. So. I'll have to I'll have to watch it. Oh yeah, it's the, also Return of Dave Franco. I'll have to watch it with the sound on. Dave Franco's in the movie. With the, with the sound. Oh on. God! <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're I not do, going to video. I do, I do that when I think of Dave Franco. <laughs> you know. Oh, that is him, right? Yeah. Okay, because I was like, that looks like looks like Franco. That looks like a Franco. Little Franco. <laughs> Little Frankie. Little Frankie. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, all right. Yes, sir. That's the that's the trailer review, and it is now my time. To choose a movie, which feels like I haven't chosen one in three months. Yeah, had your chance. <laughs> <laughs> and so, since Alec mentioned it earlier, and I haven't seen it, and Jonathan, I don't think you've seen it. Mm, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't know, because I don't know what you're choosing. So. That's true. I'm saying it like I already said the fucking thing. There's something on my screen that's just mesmerizing me and just throwing me off completely. You should close it. Uh, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's too strong. It's part. It's part of the show now. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be out there. It's part of the show now. But we are going to check out Fargo, and I think what we could do because we could make it interesting. We could watch the movie, and then we could start watching the new season of 
the show Fargo. Well, I haven't watched the show Fargo either, so. But I don't think good. you. I don't think it's, you have to it's watch. An, it's an anthology. Yeah, so yeah. It's not like a really. Um, you're not missing like it. A, no, I'm saying, do I have to watch season one no, to understand like, what happens? Each season's a different that's story. He, that's what he. That's what he was just saying. Got but it, you, but got you it. were. But you were so. In, no, uh, no, no, you know, you had to cut him off. You had to not listen and not pay attention and not understand what he was saying and let the man finish. <laughs> let him cook. Hold up, let him cook. Hold the fort. But uh, yeah, so so we're gonna so we're gonna watch Fargo. Cool. Uh, which is on HBO Max. And then we can start the new season of Fargo season five. Nice, nice. That's like as a nice little kind of double feature. Sounds fun. I like the amount of homework you guys give yourself. Yeah. Well, then I would be I would be barely passing. <laughs> the dedication. Is, you don't have to pass, but like the dedication is there. Well, I, I would like to pass. But it, it, it's hard though when people decide to choose Candy Cane Lane and Rebel Moon. <laughs> yeah, that was a two. Yeah, that was a two header. That was a two header of ass. Like, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, but uh, so folks, that has been another episode of Two Cinema with Love. Pretty yep. soon, man, this thing is going to be video, and you're going to see all these antics. Maybe depending how I don't know, some stuff will be cut out. Um, see how it goes. And yeah, we're and we're going to do that. But we appreciate you, Marcus, for coming on. Uh, you know, first guest of 2024. Yeah, it's an honor, and it's also an honor to be here with you guys. Well, thank you. Any anytime you anytime you want to stop by. You know, you're more than welcome to. That offer is not extended to everybody. Josh. <laughs> Did he refuse? No, nah, we didn't, we didn't know why I'm on. <laughs> Josh, we're trying to get you on. I thought it was a thing. Of, you are. You invited him, and he was like, no. And you were like, oh, I see how it is. No. Josh, maybe one day. Uh, when we're dead. And he can then he can get his own little, little that, podcast. Account. That'll the day that Josh comes on is the day that there will be nothing edited out, <laughs> and we for sure will be canceled. <laughs> From right after the intro, it's just la 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 la, and then <laughs> we're done. But uh, yeah, so we will catch you guys on the flip side on another one. Yeah, and we will see you, or not see you. You will hear us. There you go. Pretty soon, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Nope. <laughs> Sometime. Yep. Goodbye, Zack Snyder fans. I hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about your king. I hope you get therapy, guys. I'm rooting for you. <laughs> Look for help, Zack Snyder fans. Get some help. <laughs> get some help.